I just make uncharacteristic eye contact? Just direct eye contact. Welcome in to Fantasy and Clean for like the 18th time tonight. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Amanda, 25th time's the charm. Yeah, it's been yeah. rough. But, uh, but I think night, we're here man. now. Uh, here. Somebody else fucking tell us if we're not screaming right, but yeah. uh, I'm not going to Amanda's watching. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Amanda. I appreciate so we that. Are, uh, we, we, we're not doing good so far. We've tried to start, I don't know, about 45 minutes ago now. Let me fucking tell <laughs> you, dude. Right about oh there, yeah. Yeah, dude. This she said that sounds fabulous. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Amanda, I love you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, this is Fantasy Unclean. This is the audio version where you can actually hear us. Yeah. Rather than yeah. being robots. Yeah, you can see us and sound like robots if you want to watch the last couple of streams, or you can just see us and listen to us. Um, this actually voice is normal. That's I, th- that, <laughs> that, that, that like fucking distortion that you hear, that's just my speech impediment. But yep. these guys, these guys sound right. Um, you know, I had one when I was a little kid. Did you? I couldn't, I couldn't say my <laughs> I couldn't say my S's or F's. I couldn't say my S's, my uh Oh god, no. Oh god. Oh, I think that was the old I think that was okay. the old screen. Yeah, I was like, okay. what? Uh, what no, I, I couldn't say Okay, so let's fucking let's get the list. I couldn't S's, Z's, R's, L's. Uh something there is uh there was another ch ch is still the biggest problem See? yeah like especially when i get fucking pissed like fucking like watch me get pissed and call somebody a bitch and it's like oh god it's so fucking embarrassing there's, there's, there's i reason, lose all momentum there's a reason why you use the word fuck so regularly yes fuck and cunt you know why <laughs> because i've never had a problem with those <laughs> never had a problem i should have been english um yeah or australian I, so like sore finger would be or anger yeah. I, I couldn't say the shit yeah so, uh, getting into football. Fuck. Might as well, I guess, right? We yeah, had all the uh, preseason, week one. Oh, sure yeah. was nice to see some yeah. football, finally. Yeah, yeah we saw Even some. Even it was fake football. Yeah, I mean, it was not. It, it, I mean, people were over, over-exaggerating over what they were seeing on the field because most of it was twos and threes. There was not a Let's, ton of starters. That yeah, played. very clear about that. Do not make any fantasy decisions based on week one preseason. Yeah, yeah. they're talking about like the Dolphins. Like, oh, they couldn't run the ball. They had no starting offensive line and no starting running backs. Right. Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> right. Well, and they said a lot of shit about like the Colts, who actually did have quite a few of their starters playing. Yep. Also didn't have Jonathan Taylor, nope. which completely changes the team. Right. And they said he's not going to play in the preseason. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. why would he? Why risking is- hurt? This is fun. Just treat this as college ball. It doesn't matter. All we're doing is watching some football, and let's get let's let's have fun with it, right? I mean, right. My team is already starting off well. Shanahan's already <laughs> pissed with the amount of injuries that the team has had so far. Everyone is pissed with the amount I mean, of it's injuries not, you guys have had so far. It, yeah. It's not a Niners season without a hurt running we, back. We currently right. have 12 players that are at least somewhat injured right now. Oh, my God. Now, Jesus. given that could be some players that aren't even going to be on the team— uh, Jimmy but, Ward, though, and Elijah Ward. Mitchell are. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Ward may miss Week One uh, already. Yep. Uh, so what's going on with awesome. Eli, though? Uh, I. It sounds like he's got a slight hamstring issue. Okay, so maybe it's that this one's just I a, sort it, of a vector. Yeah, I let's think sit him until. Yeah, I think he's he'll be okay for Week One still. That's what I'm praying for with Rashad Penny. Uh, is that this is more or less a? Well, you have Walker now. <laughs> yeah. Sure do. 
We did make a trade, by the way. Well, at yeah, least we you're not the Rams. We should talk about that. Yeah. that at least you're not the Rams with both of their starting running backs. Yeah, dude. Okay, so Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson have both. One and two are dealing with soft tissue. Soft issue. tissue issue, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you're paying attention, then uh, uh, soft tissue is the sort of thing that will come up again and again and again throughout the season. So yeah, that's the concern It's never a good thing to have at the beginning of the season. Right. Somebody who no. has, I, I don't know, somebody who has cramps, you know, the, uh, the, the second starter, uh, starting uh, center. For Kansas City. Oh, no, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, uh, he, he, got, he got carted off the field, but it was cramps, not an actual, right. not a real injury, right? I mean, uh, speaking of sinners, though, the Browns won. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. done. He's done. And the backup, I just saw a sleeper come through. Sleeper alert. Uh, one second. Um, their rookie sleeper. By the way, we were going to get into this here very soon, but sleeper is the tits. Oh, sleeper is the best as far at, whether you use the platform or not. You should at least Where'd log into it so you can get the fantasy al- or the the, the news alerts because you will get the news alerts about forty five minutes before ESPN news alerts. Yep. Uh, I can't find the alert now, but it was somewhere. Uh, their Browns uh, rookie center, which was I think the one taking place is now possibly out for the season with a Achilles or knee injury. Awesome. In practice today. Awesome. Uh, Zach Wilson went down in week one. It, yeah. Originally, people were thinking that it was a AC, an ACL, but when you actually looked at the, the, the second replay from a different angle, uh, he basically slammed his knees together uh, when he was trying to cut. Uh, and so yeah, it was a, a weird. Pump. It was a weird little injury. I mean, he was limping off the field. Um, I wouldn't be too concerned about him long term. There is some talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh yeah, rookie Dawson. Dawson Deaton. Deaton. He's tears a, ACL. He's the third string. So he was the backup to the guy who's now starting. So now they have no backup oh, okay. center. So this is this is the center for the Browns. The yeah. backup center for the Browns. Yeah, yes. the starter and the backup both tore ACLs. That's fucking. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. But you know what? That's what happens when you have to touch towels from uh, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, by it? the way, sucked this weekend. Yeah. That was really fun to watch. I mean, just a little bit of schadenfreude. Where, where, where is the videos of, of, of berating him for throwing that fucking errant pass? But in one a game. for seven. One, one for seven. One for seven. Again, we're not reading too much into, you know, look. I, if you're gonna, But you would hope that the guy you just paid $230 million for would at least connect more than one. Pass. Yeah, even if you're starting wide receivers are aren't out there, which I assume they're not, but yeah. they might be. Well, see what the issue is is that the, he's focused on football. They should like have like some type of hologram of a masseuse, uh, like a, a masseuse <laughs> as they're running because he hit that shot with his dick from like <laughs> yeah right fifteen feet right. I, so, I have to give the Jag fans some credit here though. Oh yeah, my what did they do? I did you hear what they were yelling? No. The entire time Deshaun Watson was on the field. No. During that errant pass where he yeah. threw out to the left and it just landed in the middle of nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Uh, Jags fans are yelling, ov- chanting over and over again, you sick fuck, you sick fuck, you <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> the entire time he was on the field. And so that's just amazing. Thank oh you, Jags fans. You guys actually did something for that. Oh, well, Jacksonville they, they, finally they, coming through. You know what I mean? Like after like, I don't know, 250 chanting, uh, years of being a city. 
Weren't they chanting clown last year? Uh, with the clown town, yeah. Clown town clown because town. of uh, Urban Meyer? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Honestly, maybe it's just that, uh, uh, like, Linda from uh, Bob's Burgers, Linda Belker, it, they're just good at chanting. Yeah. Maybe they're just the maybe, guys yeah. that are good at chanting. So, uh, best cheerleaders in the game. <laughs> best cheerleaders in the game. You know what? And if you're from Jacksonville, you got to be good at something. Yeah. Might as well be cheerleading because yeah. it's not, you know, football. Because um, your team's only good in London. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true. You sound like you're from London. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, watching Deshaun Watson go one for seven uh, and play poorly. Um, sorry, uh, pop filter there. Uh, play poorly. The... Um, uh, I, 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 look, again, preseason, I'm not too worried about it from a fantasy perspective, but nope. we are uh, in one of our leagues. On our dynasty, we're not putting this rule in because it's dynasty, right? It's a little bit rude to put this for, this rule into place for a dynasty. Because he was drafted before. Right, exactly. But uh, in our redraft leagues, in our keeper leagues, we are doing a Bench Watson sort of mentality. Uh, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, He won't so, be on any rosters this year. For nope. Yeah, leagues. so if you've got him, you can't use him. Um, in dynasty, that's the only exception. Uh, we decided that we would actually be more proactive than the NFL, and we would just say, "Fuck it, you're banked. You, yeah. are, you're a terrible human being, and we don't want." So you to if be he does him. play any time this year, uh, he's he ineligible. Not, yeah, he will not be playing in our league. We got no. group consensus like on that. So yeah, uh, nobody yeah. argued it. We can't get agreement on anything in this league, but we got agreement on unanimous agreement. On that. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty good. I'm pretty proud of our team for that, our league for that. We didn't ask it in our Dynasty League, though, because Dynasty is so long-term. So, like, I mean, they've been building out to have da- uh, Deshaun Watson. Well, yeah, because we're, we're in our fourth year now. So uh-huh. yeah. somebody he dra- sat all year so, and, last and year. And somebody drafted him when he was, like, peak Deshaun Watson. Four years ago. Yeah. I think we're in the re- third year. Third year, I think. Okay, but that's year. okay. So, yeah. still, so the point is, is still, that, yeah. That we don't want to we don't want to punish that person for his you know errant cum shots. So yeah, um, yeah we're gonna just leave that be. Uh, what else? Uh, so today we're talking what we view as our our, our best practices. True. Uh, when it comes to the world. Also, of what do you guys think about football? this uh, fucking new lighting here? We got kind of a dark studio front lighting here. Yep. I dig it. I think it looks really cool. I look less fat with anything black, so. The black shirt. <laughs> you got yeah. the black shirt you're on just today. A, you're just oh, a floating. I am head just right arms now. and head. Yeah. yeah, you are. Yeah, right. right. Which is all your best features, by the way. So um, your hair, though. It yeah, man, I like some hair. hills, though. Oh, oh. So you're like maybe like the the peg, you know, like the third leg sort of situation. Speaking of Wick, did you guys see uh, Tommy Lee? No, no. You guys, I've not seen, seen it before. Sure, yeah. we've all seen Where it before. Where he steered the fucking steering wheel with the, the <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, no. I can tell you, without a doubt, his a hit hit his dick has not aged one bit. Like, that thing is. <laughs> did you see it again? Of course I did. He just posted it he on social media. He just posted it on Instagram. Yeah. And Why wouldn't you if it's like four miles long? <laughs> right. So, uh, dude's got an impressive dick. So good for him for being a rock star. With an impressive dick, and that uh, has herpes. Yeah, abs- has, all of the herpes. Super, he's got a super herpes disease. Ache. So um, uh, hepatitis H, I think. Um, so uh, uh, the, the the question is: Have you not? Have you seen it? But have you seen it lately? No. And I have. Yeah. And it's aged very well. I'm very <laughs> impressed with it. Um, so if you've got anything packing, you know, as close to uh, Tommy Lee, congratulations, my friend. Uh, maybe Tommy Lee when he was a, a, a like. 
starting puberty. Oh, okay, okay. So like thirteen year old Tommy Lee. Yeah, who knows? That's still probably, it's probably pretty impressive. Still pretty impressive. I think you'd be fucking top of the pack in China, but like maybe here you're just yeah. like okay, so above average, above average, <laughs> you know, just just a measly above average. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I I I didn't want to see it. But your wife yeah. sent it to my wife, and yeah. I was like, oh, let me see. <laughs> it wasn't gay. It's yeah. just, that's like, honestly, that's it's because just, I want to see what 10 years looks like. My old wi- my wife's old coworkers uh, <laughs> yeah. all, like, were having this conversation about it because one of her coworkers is very infatuated with it. So, Honestly, it's a very impressive dick. Like, I don't think you have to be gay. Like, okay, so think about it this way. New Girl, the show... There was this moment where Nick, one of the characters, was like, I know you guys don't watch the show, so I'm going to recap. I've seen I, it. Yeah. yeah. We're so they, aware of New So Girl. they both, so Nick is like, I don't understand how uh, how people can, you know, if you're straight, like, how can you call somebody else handsome? How do you know if somebody else is handsome? And, and, and it was very well put by, I think, Schmidt. And that is, if you look at him and you say, man, it'd be cool if I look like him. That's how you know somebody's handsome. That's fair. And if his dick looked like mine, I'd be all right. I mean, I'd want it circumcised, I think, because <laughs> I, just, I, just, I feel like that's better, a better, like, look for myself personally. It's a personal decision. I'm not trying to put that on anybody, you know, but, but like, I'm just saying, he's got a nice dick. So we're like, saying I wouldn't mind if that was my dick. For your fancy football best practices, uh, get Tommy Lee's dick. Yeah. Draft his dick. It's going to be the number two I mean, running no back one, on the Colts for no, sure. Uh, I just finished season three of The Boys, which, by the way, you're fucking lacking. got to catch that. I got to get my wife. not? It's my wife. It's all Besides, on my wife. I would have watched it all this weekend and not played video games, not done your floors this weekend. I would have just watched The Boys, but my wife was out of town. So it's don't argue with me. It's my wife. In all fairness, I, I, I have been telling you to watch this for weeks. Have you been telling my weeks. wife to watch this? You guys, I got, got Frodo to watch the entire thing after like a month of threatening him with paintballs, and he's watched all three seasons. We still and text him on that. it. Yeah, we still do need to do that. Uh, that that paintball shit. Um, but don't change the subject. You need to watch the boys. It's been out for like don't six talk months to me. now. Talk there to is. My wife. I am talking to you because you can talk to your wife. Spe- I have talked to my wife. Speaking of dicks, there is a one that makes <laughs> Tommy E look way undersized. Oh, uh, shit. Well, that's because somebody goes Ant Man on it, right? No. 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 Well, yes, yes but and not no. That. No. And no. then not. But that's right. not the dick he's talking no. about. There's another dick he's talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, so uh, what else? <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about uh, 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 this is this is our best practices episode. Uh, this is the one that we do every year where we talk about uh, this is sort of a fantasy one on one. This is how you do it. This is what it is. This is what you play. This is your strategy. Um, so uh, I don't know, Rick. Why don't you take it away with our uh, I don't know different ways to play fantasy? So. The most common way that people are going to start out is just a standard redraft. Uh, and that's where you are just drafting a team each year. Uh, you'll play the waiver wire a bunch throughout the year. Uh, and when at the end of the year, that team's gone. You, Fresh reset. Yeah, every- you, you, don't, you don't ever see that team again unless you happen to draft all the same players. But uh, And then you have Dynasty, which is basically drafting an entire roster – that yeah. you then turn into a regular like season seasonal team. Yeah. 
and, and then, the only thing that changes is your rookies. You add rookies in each year. Or trades, yeah. Or trades, exactly. But, I mean, as far as just adding new people, mostly it's just rookies. It's like an evolution. It's kind of like trying drugs. You start off with a little bit of weed, yep. and then it's like yep. progresses. And weed is your redraft. You're, it's constantly brand new every single time. And yep. Pretty and then, soon you're hooked on fucking heroin. And, and you're like, let's try something. That was pretty good. Let's try something else. And then right. you get in a keeper league. And you're like, oh, I get to keep a couple players. Fucking, yeah. well, uh, that's what we turned our, our main redraft yeah. into was a keeper league. So yeah. we keep two players. Uh, and that, that varies. Some team, or some leagues only keep one. Some team or some leagues keep up to four. Keeper leagues are fun. So like, just to talk about keeper leagues real quick. So with keepers, what we do is we do a... Uh, uh, we do a – it's where you draft at the beginning, and then some teams punish or some teams reward you for for carrying extra team or, or a player forward from one year to the next. Yep. Right. So what you end up doing is – so in our league, uh, year one, you draft, uh, say, uh, fucking Derrick Henry in the first round. So year two, if you want to keep Derrick Henry – then you have Derrick Henry in... Or, say, like what happened in our league, where somebody drafted Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry became the Yeti. That's true. And I think he drafted him in the ninth round. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. So he got Derrick Henry in the ninth round, right? The, the year that Derrick Henry became the Yeti. Yeah. And then, in our league, we reward you if you keep that player. So that then ninth round player that you drafted right. becomes a 10th round pick. So yep. now you now you get to keep two people from every year and uh, different and positions. Different positions. In you can't our keep two running backs, you can't keep two wide receivers, right. you know, whatever. Um, in our league, every the, the hardest part about keeper is there's no set standard. So yep. what you have to do is you have to kind of come up with your own way of playing it. Yep. Now, what we wanted to do is we wanted to make it a little bit more easier, beneficial for you to keep one player yep. from one year to the next. But you can only keep them two times, meaning you draft them, then you keep them, and then you keep them, and now they enter back. They have to enter back the draft into, pool again. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's this year. That's this year. Yep. Now, we're doing some something kind of fun this year. It just happens to be the fifth year uh, of our current belt, our yep. current trophy. Yep. And so what we're doing is we're doing a Super League. So uh, what you have is instead of a normal buy-in, which is what? What do we do? Like we were 20 25, bucks, 25, 25 bucks. bucks. So we did 25 bucks is our normal buy-in. This year, we're doing a $100 buy-in, no second place. Yeah. Normally, we have a second place, and a third place gets their yeah. money back. Yep. Yeah. Second, third place gets their money back. Second place doubles up or triples up. I think and it was then, triple up. And then first place wins the rest. And yeah. this year, first place wins everything. Full one one thousand dollars this and year and you keep the belt and you keep the belt forever so that's the biggest deal to me is i could give a fuck about the thousand dollars i want the belt forever yeah but then you also have to then bring in the the next the trophy next trophy whatever you want to do so yeah. it's if you want to do another belt if you want to do a ring if you want to do uh, an actual trophy if yeah. you want to do you it has to be legit. It, it can't be just legit. be like some like Dollar Tree fucking yeah. right. Uh, right, right, like right. participation trophy. Right. You got to make a real fucking effort at this. I already picked uh, out the one I'm going to buy when I win the league. There's so. there's there's a company that does a, a Lombardi trophy. Yep. There's a company that does a assigned a, a, a football, and so you could do that. Yeah. Um, and and what we do. Uh, uh, or a, a custom football. I mean, not a signed football, but a custom football with a trophy stand. 
Um, so we could do that. But uh, I don't know what I want to do yet. But it, if and when I win this league, I'm going to have a lot of fun picking out the next trophy. And then we have another five-year trophy. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, so Keeper League, this is, our, this is our final year for the original keeps that we had. Um, so, so, uh, uh, keeper league is really fun because you get to punish somebody or you get to reward somebody for keeping a player from one year to the next, but it's sort of a tiptoe into dynasty, dynasty. Yep. Yeah. which is sort of the, I don't, uh, uh, let's say, let's say that, uh, uh, Taco Bell is a redraft league. That's what most people play is yep. Taco Bell. It's delicious. It's amazing. Everybody fucking loves Taco Bell. Nobody's going to complain about Taco Bell. It's on everybody's top five. Absolutely. But sometimes you want to go to an actual fucking restaurant. But not just like a Mexican restaurant. You want to go to a fucking taco cart in the poor end of town with with 50 cent tacos that are amazing. That blow your mind. That might be made of possum, but you don't give a fuck. Because because they're they're delicious. They're amazing. So... That's what Dynasty is. Yeah. Is Dynasty is a little more complicated. It's, it's, a, it's not for everybody. It's no. not for everybody. Not it's, everybody wants to eat possum because it, you have to. You have to be. You have to pay attention in the off season. You yes. have to make moves in the off season. Right. That's season, the, that's the most slow. busy time when it comes to Dynasty. Is the right. off season, whereas redraft. Your busy time is only during the season, right? And the trades happen inside. So redraft, you're, you're constantly waiver wires run every week, and there's always something. In dynasty, there isn't really. You don't have because you have bigger rosters. Yeah, your you're bigger rosters. Your biggest thing is putting your uh, like you struggled with that one year where you had a ton of points that always sat on your bench is getting the right lineup yep. in. Yep. But you, you you run it like an NFL team, and that's where trades really come into key, where you you really make a big change on your team. Last. The last pod, last week on the pod, me I sent Scott a trade request. Yep. I wanted Tyreek Hill. He turned that one down but countered, and we worked back and forth. Yeah, and you guys worked back and forth for a couple of, like, a day or two on it. Uh, it, was that, it was that day, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, when I eventually returned to it, it was it was just that day okay. that I actually looked at it. And um, so we, I had originally sent uh, Renfro and Walker, Kenneth mm-hmm. Walker, for Tyreek Hill. He countered back, and and you know it's a good trade when you can't really tell who won or lost. That's the best kind of trade, right? Yeah. So we ended up settling on, I got Tyreek Hill, Brees Hall, his 2023 second and first round pick, and I sent Austin Eckler, Darn- Darnell Mooney, Kenneth Walker, and the 24, 2024 second round pick and the 2025 first. So, so, yeah, what we effectively did was I traded – Year uh, uh, this this next year for a couple of years down the road. Yeah, yeah. and got and, a top running back. And one of the one of the wonderful things. This is probably my favorite trade I've ever done because I don't I don't need to like win a trade to like it. Honestly, I just like a balanced trade that makes me feel like we've done something good here. Yeah, and what we did here is Frodo's team <laughs> at the end of last season uh, was was. Not ready great. for rebuild. Awful. It was full-on rebuild. Yep. And then you got a steal out of a Debo Samuel trade. Yep. And then all of a sudden you're in contention again. Yep. And now what you've done is you are, I would say, probably on the outside of contention. But if a couple of lucky games go in, you're still going to make a run for it. 
Uh, you're not totally on the outs like no. you were at the beginning or at the yeah. end of last season. Mm-hmm. And me, what your, I've done, your, your wide receiver court got stacked. This yes, somehow yeah. this because you you added Tyreek Hill, you added Cooper Cup. Yep. Yeah, my my wide receiver court currently is Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of sucks that you have both Hill and Waddle. I thought about that, but I except th- that he has Tua. Which and means I'm, that he is going to connect basically on every receiving yeah. touchdown. He's going to score. He's going to double up. Which twice. I'm not starting. But he also stack. has Patrick Mahomes, though. Right. So. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm you, I'm probably trading but him. Depending on how Patrick Mahomes <laughs> for a plays 2025. this year, right? <laughs> but depending on how Patrick right. Mahomes starts playing this year, and compared to how yep. Tua plays this year, after like week three or four, you might go, eh, "Let's switch these and see how it goes for a little while." Right. Yeah. And and I, I was still happy I got Cam Makers, which is dealing with some injuries. Nick Chubb, who's probably going to be the number one, Brees Hall, and then I picked up. I made sure to get a couple backups, and like my r- running back core isn't quite there, but I really wanted twenty twenty three because like in in Dynasty you're looking at the future rookie class exactly, and the twenty twenty three class is fucking stacked so with stacked. running backs. Yep, the running backs coming out are like fantastic and there's i'm a dolphin homer and there's a very good chance they could be targeting the yeah. texas running back which will be i mean he's somebody will take it right before them the, the, <laughs> and that and that somebody is rick yeah the, no i mean somebody like draft. some other team will take oh, it yeah, right yeah, before yeah. the dolphins watching him and there's a couple three other ones 26 like, minutes by the way is how long i made it before i pulled out my headphones <laughs> um robinson's out of texas has been I, some of them are comping Adrian Peterson to to him, so like that's a pretty good comp. God damn, yeah. So see, and this is where your benefit comes in because you actually pay attention to college, and I'm just like the only players I play. I, I pay, pay attention, attention to, to offensive players. I don't watch right, football. Right, right, right. The only players I pay attention to uh, in college uh, are the players that are entering the draft and should be going in the first round of uh, <laughs> Dynasty drafts. Yeah. So, uh, so Dynasty is you draft your initial draft. Listen to our last week's episode. But the yeah, real we, we recap, did a deep dive on on Jesse's yeah. last week. Quick recap is you do your primary draft with the, which is everybody that's in the league right now, and then you do a rookie draft that is all of the new guys that come in after yeah. this year's. So if you did a draft. dynasty this coming weekend, yeah, you would only draft the players that were in from last year. Word, and, and then, then you would do a separate draft, completely separate from that, and it would be yeah. everybody who was who came through the draft this year. Fuck, his hair is so amazing. I just want his hairline <laughs> so bad. It's always soft too, for some reason. I like his downstairs hairline too. It's just like <laughs> it's a little more wiry and bushy, but it, yeah, think of it has think, good body to it. Think think of the uh, think of the tree warriors from Lord of the Rings. And that's his downstairs bush. It's amazing. It's glorious in its size and quantity. It, it provides shade for and the other pieces. Yes. <laughs> and the color would shock you. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a glorious sunrise of a golden yellow. Um, and, all right. And when the wind blows, so you hear it say, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, moving. So-
Moving on. Moving on. So anyway, so Regraft Dynasty. Too much Dynasty. dick talk in this episode. <laughs> There's a lot of dick talk. It's a little bit more than usual, but not a dick lot talk, more. It's a lot more than usual, and it's all from you. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of vodka cranberries, and you know how that brings out the gay. <laughs> so... So, uh, Redraft is your standard league. Dynasty is your long-term league. Keeper is kind of in between. And then there's Daily Fantasy, which is sort of this. We're still trying to figure out ourselves. But basically, you're, you draft, yeah. you're, you're drafting a running back, a two running backs, two wide receivers, and a tight end, and a defense, and a quarterback. And just, just for that week's game. Yep. yep. You pick or, on or a week-to-week basis. Or even like morning games, and not including the afternoon. Afternoons might have yeah. another. You know, so, yep. the biggest thing is pick a league. It's not so much. You got to pick the right format, but pick the ones you want to play with because you're playing when you have a league yeah. with fantastic managers and people you're playing with. Yeah. The other thing oh, about so much about uh, daily fantasy is you're generally given like a a budget, budget. and, and yeah. each player costs a certain amount. And one one trick that I've seen that actually works pretty well is if you work backwards. You work at the lesser positions. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, and yeah. you work at the lower budgets. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I'll I'll sacrifice here, and then when you get down to like your last like running back, wide receiver, you can like you're like, okay, I have quite a bit here. I have a lot of room here let's, now. Let's I can... figure out the best matchup, yep. the best top end player, exactly, and, and play it that way. Yep. So is there some big money in those? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is a lot of a lot of daily fantasy is, you know, cash based. Um, you can play it just for fun, like, like regular five, fantasy. 10 but, bucks. Mm-hmm. but yeah, you can play on a week to week basis for like five bucks and you can have yourself a good time yeah. getting invested because the whole point of fantasy football is getting invested in teams that are not your own team. Right. You know what I mean? So so like so like so like what I like to do is I, I you know, I'm I'm a Seahawks fan. You're a Dolphins fan. Yep. Rick is a 49ers fan. And before I started week fantasy 12 is going to be lit. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we, it is. We, we are. We're, we're yeah. going to a game this year. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not really that close to any teams. No. Uh, no. Closest team is Seahawks. Yep. Yep. But uh, San Francisco and the Dolphins play in December. Yep. And we are all going. We yes. have another buddy who is also a San Francisco fan. And, yep. and the four of us are going to go down and, and watch this game, watch the 49ers stomp all over the Dolphins. Normally, nah, I would root for the 49ers. And if it was the three of us going, I would root for the 49ers. Because my rule in life has always been when playing video games against Rick, Rick and I have a very, very... Uh, 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 established pattern of we always root for each other, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. so. So starting back in uh, WWF versus WCW yep. on PlayStation One, we would uh, uh, we would pick two different players, do a what is it called? It was a, a ladder. The um, the uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. And what we would do is we would root for each other all the way through, and then when we're going head to head. That's when we can say "fuck you, you little bitch." Yeah, and um, and and that's been our mentality through the years. And when we yeah. don't root for each other, we start to lose our own yep. personal games. Yep. So we cannot. So we cannot root against each other mm-hmm. in a normal situation. However, in this one singular situation, you're bringing a 49er fan with you. Mm-hmm. 
Frodo is not bringing a 49er fan with you. No, I'm going into uh, someone else's home. Exactly. And so I feel honor-bound. Honor-bound. But the good thing is, is the 49er fan I'm bringing with me can whoop both your guys' asses. For sure. (laughs) Not when I I break my dick out. (laughs) (laughs) And and to be clear, I'm not a part of the choke-out challenge. (laughs) You guys are doing your own choke-out challenge, which is something about coming in each other's pants. I think that... Um, what I want to do is, I think I got to get a, I think I got to get an, uh, uh, a dolphin's jersey, mm-hmm. um, and, and and join you, uh, so that way there there's a balance in the universe. Because really, what yours and my relationship is about is about balance. Like when your Undertaker, we have to bring balance untamed, to the force. <laughs> there is an, there is a balance yeah. to the relationship when yep. your Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am Kurt Angle. Yeah. Like, there is symbiosis. Yeah. And that's what we have to do, which is why I have to buy, uh, to go to this game, I have to buy a Dolphins jersey. So, I don't know which one I'm going to get. Yeah, I was going to say, who are you going to buy? Probably Jim Carrey. Uh, can you still get Fitzmagic? <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Uh, that'd be you can probably find one. Yeah. I can, yeah. I'm sure I could find one, but I can't because that's not quite, the, it's not really and, and getting And they kind of did him wrong. They did him wrong. Yeah. If I could find a, I forget the, I, I forget the player's name in uh, Ace Ventura, but if I can find the Ray Finkel, Ray Finkel. Thank you. If I, if they I, do have Finkel jerseys. Dude, if you I, can absolutely had, get a Finkel jersey. They had jersey. Finkel jerseys at the Dolphin Stadium when I went there. That's fantastic. That's great, dude. So I'm gonna get a Finkel jersey because that makes sense. Yeah. Right. That absolutely so makes sense. So that's me taking care of myself. And that's me taking care of my homeboy Frodo. Yes. Because and we could absolutely hang a Finkel jersey on the wall. Fucking hell yes. we can. Yeah, dude. So uh, so anyway, so that's what we're going to do when we go to the 49ers uh, uh, Dolphins game. game. If it was just Rick and I going, I would bring, I would bring, I would buy myself a Niners jersey and I would hold it strong for him. But I'm not going to do that because Frodo can't be 3v1. You know what I mean? That's just, that's unfair. That's unfair. All right, so uh, we got to start coming through some of these. Brandon's going to slap the shit out of you for I that. I know, but he's going to choke the so, shit so out of him. Do, if I get to choke him out, yeah. is he, he's going to have to teach me how to yeah. do no, you can, take, you can just do it by yourself. You can figure out. You can just, <laughs> you can just, you can just put the gut bomb on him. You can uh, r- uh, Rafiki. No, Rafi- r- 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 Rashiki. Rashiki. Oh, you no. can Rashiki him. <laughs> no, I, do I, the train. I think, I think I got it. He's gonna have to experience something that you experienced from Cycle. Oh fuck! Oh no. my god! He's Hell gonna have no. to follow you in, isn't uh-uh. he? No, he's nope. gonna get hot box inside uh-uh. the truck. He's gonna uh-uh. hot box. <laughs> no. uh-uh. Oh my god! This or no. or 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 he can come on the podcast. And both you and him are wearing Dolphins cheerleader outfits with midriffs. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm down for that. That sounds fun. I'll, re- I'll wear my Finkel jersey. <laughs> you wear your tour jersey, your your Fitzpatrick jersey, your whatever jersey Will you want. Will figures out some sort of punishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be good. So anyway, so that's going to happen. Uh, when is that? Dece- December 4th? December 4th. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so that's going to be a really fun game. We're going to do some live streaming from that game. Yep. Um, so, uh, fucking uh, pay attention to that. Uh, from what I'm I saw, sure we'll get some TikToks going and that sort of thing. Yeah, from yeah. what I saw, like looking at the, all the tickets, there isn't really a bad seat in that no. stadium. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly modern, it's a newer stadium, so they built it so you could yeah. see it. There's not that many seats, though. They're we so are big. gonna have to make about a 45 minute drive, uh, fucking uh, detour the day before or the day after to Robley Avenue. In San Francisco, so I can okay. commit a felony. 
Okay. That's fine. My wife was That's like, fine. was like, you can't like fly back with that, and I was like, we're driving. Yeah, I can. Driving. Yeah, I can't. I we. Whether we drive or whether we fly, Speaking what of are which, they going to be like? Oh, that's a street sign. You can't fucking fly with that. I'm like, whatever, dude. I got fucking weed in my backpack. You can't fucking. <laughs> we'll need to pick a hotel, too. It just depends yeah. on how far we want to go from. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yep. So, so okay. the Anyways, that's all that matters. Yes. Uh, next, it would be like your scoring system to get back on track. Yeah. Um, your, 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 your first most, usually people break into it is standard, which is you just get. The yards that a player yep. makes, so off a catch or a rush, um, or passing yards, and then touchdowns only. Yep. And that that's usually the, the the what breaks you in. The next evolution, which I think is the best, is is half point or full point PPR. PPR is points per reception. Yep. That drastically changes what draft, what players you might draft, especially at the running back position. Yep. Or receivers. Because your pass catching backs have so much more value. Yeah, if you, if if they're catching four, five, six passes a game, besides the yardage that you just gained three extra points, it also it also changes with your slot receivers who don't get a ton of yards. Possession receivers where they're catching, but a if lot they're of getting underneath. 12, 13 catches in a game, yeah, that's adding up quickly when it comes to. Yeah, scoring it could be six to twelve points. I yeah. mean, it can so drastically change it. When you're looking at your, uh, when you're looking at your flex position, you're looking for those players that are going to get more of the uh, possessional value rather than looking for a guy that's going to get maybe one or two passes and and may take one to the house, which is great. Right. But if you're guaranteed that a guy's going to get six receptions in a game, that's- you're going to go after that way more. J.D. McKissick it built his value in fantasy on Absolutely. that. Um, I and, mean, uh, a white. He just retired, but which, yeah. James White James from white. from the uh, Patriots. Yeah. I mean, all those guys like uh, Hunter Renfro this last past season was fantastic. Yeah. PPR god. Uh, Wells, well, Wells, Wes Welker was probably the biggest PPR god. Yeah. Because he was just destroyed leagues by catching a billion passes from Brady. Yeah. Thanks, Dolphins, for trading them originally to the Niners. We were we were standard Niners, for quite years. a few years, and then we finally switched over to a half point. We've done uh, full points as well. I prefer a half point. I like the balance of a half. Uh, point. Yeah, there's a, there's a solid balance, but you still get the you, you still get the positional advantage with the half point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Standard scoring, uh, it doesn't matter. You're just looking for the guys that are getting the touchdowns. Yeah. Or yards. Right, exactly. There's nothing complicated about a standard scoring league, which is fine. I mean, that's honestly, it's a great gateway drug, right? Like weed, yep. it's awesome, right? It, like it, nobody, it, nobody's got anything wrong with weed. It makes the players like Derrick Henry, who doesn't, who, who never really gets a ton of receptions. Nope. It makes him the number one running back rather than yeah. somebody like CMC, CMC, who right. gets fucking he'll he'll score thirty points without scoring a touchdown. Yeah, right. which oh. is. So stupid. Speaking of uh, PPR, half-point PPR, uh, let's talk about real quick. Alvin Kamara appears that he's not going to be suspended this year. Um, So he's going to be able to play out this full season, we think. Most likely. Most likely. So if you're drafting early this year. Because his court case has gotten pushed back until, like, February or something like that. Yeah, won't do anything until that's sorted. Exactly, exactly. Because if he's exonerated, then you punish a player for something he was not... 
which he well, was not happened, technically but, guilty for. Yeah, well, yeah. But there was just video of it and whatnot. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, he's <laughs> super guilty. Yeah, yeah. super duper guilty. I, I, I said it's not the case, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, so the difference. So so the important thing about the scoring systems is knowing your scoring system before yep. you go into your draft, Don't right? Um, because it changes who you're drafting where. Right. The draft order. If you just go off of ADP, average draft position. Uh, the system is going to look at your scoring, which is, call it half point or full PPR or standard, and it's going to say this is what you should do mm-hmm. based on everybody else that's drafting out there, yeah. all of the experts, this is what you In should do. In these same draft categories. Except that sometimes you have a Frodo League where it's got a premium on tight end. Yeah, uh, and uh, I was drafting at the turn, at the back. Yep, and so... Nine people ahead of nine, nine team? Uh, yeah, I think that was a 10 team. 10 so, or 12, one, two. So 10 or 12, so nine or 11 people before him didn't listen to the rules on this league. And he paid attention and noticed that it was a tight end premium. So you drafted Travis Kelsey. Because you, you were getting like two killed. points per reception or something like that? Yeah, it's two points per reception. And uh, you got a di- like a point and a half additional for the yardage or something like that. So um, I drafted Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Back or, to yeah. back. Back to back. Boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone kind of gave me shit. And Lee like, oh, my, it's tight end premium. And I fucking wiped the floor. Fine. What the hell? It just looks so much better without that. Up there. Okay. So I just thought I'd just pull that How down. How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> because I'm staring at the camera. Okay. Wait, anyways. So welcome <laughs> back to uh, Home yeah, Makeover. But it was there the whole time. You didn't move it. Yours, your camera looks better with the blue behind you. His gotcha. is he's just okay. fucking hidden behind okay. there. <laughs> I, was, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I'm like. How the fuck did you know Anyways. that? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I draft him, and I... I fucking I, looks sick now, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> I fucking trust me, all right? I dominated because <laughs> I could put one in my Titan slot, one in my flex slot, and they did fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey, on, on, regularly on an average week, which normally he'd score like 17 to 20 points, right. and that is scoring 60 to 80 points because right. of just the absurd scoring system. Yeah. So, I mean, pay attention to your scoring system. Which I just left that league, but... Oh, did you? Oh, everyone dropped out because I, I, they, they weren't competing because I took the two tops, so I was just... Right. And they just started quitting, so I was like, nah, So you're just walking shit. away with it. And that actually brings us around to a really good point, which is if you're starting a league for the first time, it's going to take you a few years before you guys get... A good base. Everybody that's really paying attention for a long time. You know, if you... So, like, right now, what we did is we took some from our long-running league and some from Frodo's long-running league, and we put them together to make a dynasty league. And, yeah. uh, and add Because unless you, players. like, watch football with, like, 10 or 12 buddies every week, yep. yeah. you're not going to have the same teams every year. Which right. one of them from the dynasty league is going to be on the podcast at some point? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's that? Uh, okay. Justin, I think Justin Cram. When yeah. we were live stream, when we when we draft, because their draft they set it up for Monday night, so we could draft oh, live. That's right. That's right. That's what yeah. we're gonna do. So yeah. we're gonna. That's right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and figure out a way to wire them in so that yeah. everybody can be part of the audio. I think I can do it. We'll and, test and it we'll out. set this up so the camera's just in the corner, and the whole thing will be the actual draft board from. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be it'll be a good time. It'll yep. be a really good time. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so uh, so. Uh, so your draft strategy is heavily based on the scoring 
Yep. So you start yeah. with your scoring platform, and then you move on to your draft strategy. And there's right. a couple of different ways that you can draft. Um, sort of the standard way that every new beginner is going to draft is sort of a system-based ADP, average draft position again. And that is, based on your scoring, how many or who's getting picked first, second, third, fourth, all the way down to the bottom. And ADP stands for um, average, average, draft average draft position. position. So everyone who maybe didn't know that out there. Yeah. And so so with these with with that, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, statistically, if you want to be the best, have the best team, that's probably going to be the way to do it. But you don't want to go on auto-draft because one of the problems with every platform that's out there, every single one of them, is they're going to auto-draft every position before they fill out your bench spot. Correct. So that means that they're going to put, in every good league, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense, and kicker. In every bad league, they're going to remove the kicker. So... (laughs) So, so they're going to draft those positions first, and then they're going to start filling out your bank, which means that your tight end, which is usually going to be a later pick, your quarterback, which should be a later pick, and your defense and kicker, which should be at the very back end of your draft, are going to get picked. Or not drafted at all, and then you just pick them up on the waiver wire. Right. Exactly. And and, and those players, uh, and now all of a sudden you have to pick premium your premium picks are going towards those picks at the end that should be going in the 13th or 14th round. You're right. picking uh, uh, your 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 defense or your kicker in the 7th round. Or the Remember sixth back round. when we first started our league and, like, Seattle's defense was getting picked in, like, the second round? Yes. Yes. That was around then, no, but I came in in 15 yeah. and won. That, uh, that was it. I mean, that way. You don't gotta. You you don't gotta be like I that. I did because that's you Cam. No, that was you, Cam Newton's you, MVP. You don't gotta be. Oh uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't gotta be. Yeah, like look, that. look, and that actually brings up a really good point. That sometimes, in fact, most of the time, luck is involved. You got Cam Newton, which was a really good pick, especially at the value. Yeah. That yep. you got him at the time, um, and you won the league that year. The year that I won, uh, one of the years that I won, I've won twice. One of the years that I won, I won. Mostly on the back of fucking Peyton Manning throwing fifty-five touchdowns, and then that's co- helpful. And then a couple of years ago, I won because Alvin Kamara ruined Rich's Christmas. <laughs> that's true. But Rich did won early based on Todd Gurley going nope. crazy. Nope. No. Nope. I thought it was Todd Gurley. David Johnson. David. Two Johnson. years in a row. Johnson. Two years. That's David Johnson. Yep. And then he so, fell off the face of the earth. Yep. Yep. That's that's indeed true. Yeah. So rest uh, in peace. Yeah, uh, so what we're doing is, so so with your draft strategies, the primary one is your ADP. That's just going off of who's the best person available at the time that you're drafting, right? right? And and most, like, redrafts and most any startup, really, ever, is going to run snake. It's going to go, like, first round all the way through, and then it doesn't jump back to the top. It'll circle back around. So if one you're picking 10, one, 10 through 1, yeah. 1 through 10, 10 yeah, through 1. And redraft leagues should go that way because you don't want the, ba- the, 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 the draft power, the draft capital to be centered on, on one the, person. Yeah. Right. So doing a snake draft will give you a balanced power, theoretically. Yeah. Um, however, in Dynasty, they treat it much more like the Dynasty. NFL draft. Your startup draft is going to be snake, but then your rookie, your rookie is exactly outside of the first startup year. 
everything's going to run off of standings just like the NFL. So the worst team gets a first pick yep. uh, all the way through. So It's all about equity, right? Yeah. Like yeah. We want to keep the game as equitable as possible. We yep. want to keep the players as equitable as possible. The, uh, the, the managers as equitable as possible. That's the second time I've pulled out the headphone. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, ADP, you're basically looking at like, okay, in this, say, group of players, I have three running backs and four wide receivers I really like in, say, you know, you're, when you're planning out, you, you kind of know what players you, you gravitate towards. Like, right. I like the way this player plays. I want to target him. Hopefully he's there at that draft. Right. At that, if he's not, then you have a backup. I want to go this, this, and this. And then if you're comfortable with where you're drafting him, you take him. That's where they're, the draft position you're filling. Yep. So, say, third round and there's three running backs but seven wide receivers – as you're planning out your draft, you're and you're just like, oh well, maybe like eighth round, there's only there's four running backs I kind of like there, but only two wide receivers. Yeah, take the receiver early, right? Save yourself on the back end. So the outside of ADP, once you get into drafting and you've done it for a couple of years, the most the two most common ways that you draft are are zero RB and or zero wide receiver. Like, zero wide receiver probably is the most common. Correct. And, and when, when they say zero RB or zero wide receiver, it's obviously not going completely zero. It's it's the first couple of rounds. Generally, you are taking either a wide receiver or a running back in the first couple of rounds. Yeah. So your premium picks are going towards wide receiver or running back yeah. based on either of these yeah. two methods. All three of us go generally go wide or go running back heavy in the first at least two rounds yeah um so that would be considered a zero wide receiver because you're not taking a wide receiver until the third or fourth round depending on how it goes so with that you then load up uh, one position to start out and then you kind of filter through with the rest of them so you'll kind of take a bunch of wide receiver or a bunch of running backs at the beginning. Yeah. And then you don't take another running back until like, I don't know, eight or nine when you're taking some flyers on some guys. Yep. The like, wide um, receivers are usually so much deeper. Yes. In their so ability. that's, and that's why the benefit of the of the running back heavy, the yep. zero wide receiver strategy. Yep. Most is, of the top end running backs go in the first two rounds. Right. Generally. Yep. And and the gap between tier one, tier two, and then tier three running backs is, is very massive. wide yeah. compared to tier one and tier two and tier three of wide receivers. Or even tier four. And yep. obviously somebody will sneak through at some point every year, such as Cordell Patterson last year, yep. who was yeah. taken in the, the ninth round and ended like wide or running back six. Yeah. yeah. Same so, thing with wide receivers. I yep. mean, wide receivers. Somebody will come out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Cooper yeah. Cup, I think last year. Uh, was drafted in like the third or or, seven, or seventh round, I think. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. And and uh, was obviously the wide receiver one. So yeah, I mean, yeah. look, it's not. There is some luck based, you know, uh, strategy. Here, yeah. Or not strategy. There is some luck involved. Right. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a gambling type. I remember sport. I tried to trade him Debo at one point in that season, and he turned me down. Yeah. Because yeah. he had Ayuk. Ayuk. Um, and then definitely the the draft position that you are that you are in determines how you draft yes. as well. That's really important because if you're at the top end of the draft, one through five, you're almost always going to take a, a running back. Yep. But if you're at the back half, that's where it starts to become a coin flip between the best running back, the best or the best available running back, correct? the best 
wide receiver, and even sometimes, depending on the player, tight the end. best tight end. Right. Yeah. But never the quarterback. I swear to God, if you draft a quarterback, stop listening to us right now. If you yeah. draft a quarterback in the first round, game over. You're done. Stop listening. We, I don't want you as a fan. Yeah, we, we as as a collective group, I, I, I think the earliest that we would ever draft a quarterback is like six. Earliest. Right. Yeah. Like, we're not taking the, the, the flyer. Like, hey, I'd love to have Josh Allen on my team. Love to. I'm not taking a second or third round pick on Josh Allen. No. The point being that the wide receiver or the running back or even maybe the tight end that you get in the – fourth, fifth, and sixth round are typically going to be more valuable compared to the rest of the running back, wide receivers, or tight ends that are available. Yeah. Because quarterback one is only, at the end of the year, is only 20% off of quarterback 15, 13, 14, right. 15. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, they score so many points that... The, the point differential is is not worth it in in most people's opinion right. yeah to, to spend up on a top tier quarterback your Josh Allen Patty Mahomes that's that type of player right right, right. Uh, when you could get somebody like Matt Stafford later on or a whole multitude I mean even Tom Brady is falling I mean yeah, yeah. I think he's like quarterback seven or something like that yeah. off the board right now. And he's been putting up consistent numbers every year, uh, fantasy-wise. So there's no reason to draft a quarterback that high. Yes, he's going to score you some decent points. But the wide receiver that you take in the second or third round is going to vastly outperform, most likely, the wide receiver that you take in the sixth, seventh, eighth round. And and zero RB... Is is usually done by the guy sitting smack in the middle of the draft, yep. right? And only in a PPR league. Yeah, you right. are, absolutely would never do that in standard form because correct. You, if you're if you're if you're like okay, the top six running backs are gone, five mm-hmm. running backs, and you're sitting there with your the number one like Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, all the Devonte Adams. Those guys are sitting there staring at you, or are you taking Joe Mixon? You're like. Okay, I'm going to take the, the the top guy, snag another really top wide receiver, right? And I maybe in the fourth or fifth round, I'll sn- snag like a like a Travis Etienne or some a receiving yeah. back that's going to be beneficial, right? Um, it's scary. It feels gross when I've tried uh, tra- practice a couple times because I'm in our ten dollar PPR. That I we never like the look of my team when I draft as a no running back or yeah running I, oh back. yeah when i when i'm in that late round that which i'm in in two leagues this year i'm that that ninth 10th 11th round or uh, I think uh I'm spot, like five or six in that which is oh. the worst yeah so like like i don't like being ninth but it's more beneficial than being fifth yeah because fifth you get no man's land the last of the uh you missed out on the premium players, and you're not going to get the second tier players. It, right. it's, yeah, it's a harder choice. You're like, uh, like if you're, do I be the first person to take a the receiver, wide receiver, right. or do I take you know the running back that maybe decisions so, are made for you when yeah, you're at night? I'm saying yep. like I think absolutely fifth, and I think I'm saying sixth. So that most likely it's, you're going to have uh, Jonathan Taylor gone, Derek Henry's gone, Dalvin Cook's gone. 
most C- likely Austin Eckler's C- gone. CMC's gone. CMC's Austin gone. Austin so gone. then you're sitting there like, I'm looking at sometimes Eckler might drop there, or um, do I take right. Justin Jefferson, Cook, um, Kelsey? Like all of these, like there's a bunch, there's too many options that I that you have to make a decision on. You right. just have to like, this is who I play or I believe in and go after it. Yep. Uh, so like, like he's saying, when you're sitting there and you're towards the latter half of your um, redraft league, of your redraft league, if you're in that eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve type spot, you want to take your player that you are that you like more so than maybe what is being recommended to you. At this that is point where you need to trust your your own research, your own instinct, your own play style. Over yeah. the ADP, yeah, because the the issue is is if you're at that if you're at that eleven spot, you're gonna have eleven and pick fourteen, right? And then you're yeah. not gonna have another pick for another twenty two positions, an hour and a yeah. half, yeah. So when you're looking at that fourteenth spot, if there's someone you really like that normally goes at the end of the second or beginning of the third, right? You're not gonna get that. So you have to decide whether or not. You're going to take a flyer, uh, or, or yep. not a flyer per se, but whether or not you're going to risk a second round player yep. versus getting the guy that you really believe in. Right. In, that's, that's going at the end of the second round or the beginning of the third round. Yep. You might have to take him at 14 if you believe he's better than the rest of the guys in between. And um, and that's where, that's where it really takes some balls to avoid... The running back, or to to go for the running backs, and at the at the turn right there, the turn being round one to round two, right? Um, and and, and that's why you have to like really really look ahead yeah. to what's going to be available next time you come around because it'll kind of give you an idea of, of yeah. if everybody went off ADP, this is where you'd be looking yeah. when you're looking at your draft, so, right. so you can kind of see okay, if I took two. If I took two wide receivers here, what running back am I looking at? Or if I took two running backs here, what wide receiver am I looking at when it comes back around to me? Or should I go running back wide receiver and then have more of an open opportunity Right. When I come, when it comes back around, I can take either position. And no now problem. in round three, you have flexibility to move out from there. Whether you want to go heavy wide receiver at that point, yep. or whether you so want to go running back at that point, it's making sure you're aware of one right. what's available in the draft, and two, trying to know your league. Obviously, right. if, you're, if yeah. you're in a startup league, you don't know your league. But if you if but you, you might know, know your a player league, or two, if you're starting yeah. a new league from some scavenge together, yeah. yeah. If you know your league and you know how yeah. they generally draft, that helps. It, it, it's just one extra piece of information you have moving forward that helps you dictate your <laughs> next dick. move. He's yeah, a dick. And, uh, and, and that ties in with as you go through your rounds. Yeah, keep track of. Who your league mates have drafted. Yeah, absolutely. If, if someone, say you're getting 9th, 10th, 11th round, they're still a fantastic fantasy value. And you're like, oh, I might need to take a quarterback. No. Look at your league. Like, you know what? Everyone's, you know, or 11th, 12th, everyone's taking a quarterback, right? You're, you're not in a redraft league. You're not picking up a backup to keep there. So go after positional and snag a later QB. Yep. You can capitalize on people who say, like, oh, I'm missing this tight end slot. Fuck tight ends. Outside the first four or five, they're yeah. kind of they're dog all water. The same. 
Yeah. yeah. If eight or nine tight ends are off the board and you're looking at a, a possibly taking a tight end, go, no, nah, never mind. It, I would rather the likelihood, a yeah, yeah, the likelihood a, of, of somebody taking a tight end again is yeah. very low. Yeah. Unless they're just on auto draft. Auto draft, yeah. <laughs> and I will do, I will often do, uh, when it comes to QBs, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think we're all, you know, pretty, uh, uh, pretty on board with the late QB yeah. style, which is QB 1 through 12 is going to be roughly the same anyway. So you might as well wait to spend a draft, draft pick. Okay. QB 3 through 12 are going to be roughly the same anyway, so you might as well spend a late-round draft pick on them. Right, because you're getting, I mean, uh, I've done a, a, a bunch of mocks, and this will yeah. lead into our, our next category. But if I go into the lead, or say our, our the $10 one, a startup yeah. PPR, I can go to my mocks and see the past mock drafts. You, you're looking in, like, round 11, 12, 13, Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Justin yeah. Fields, Matt Ryan, who's trading. Matt Ryan went in the 14th, 15th round. Like, yep. I would rather have some of that and grab like uh, Damian Pierce or yeah. Ramondre Stevenson or Christian Kirk or Sky Moore, players that are in that in that low teens that have fantastic capability and have yeah. a better potential to win you a week versus Matt Ryan. He's probably going to put up. You know, 20, 25 points right. a week, and that's all you need from your quarterback. Right, exactly. You, you don't need exactly. 40 points like, you know, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, they're all going in the first three rounds. And those guys are, like, there's there's no question about it. Those guys are good, and those guys are going to yeah. help you win certain weeks. But our point is that the wide receiver that you could have gotten there might make the difference in a win than... Yeah. Uh, than, than say if you had, uh, you know, Derek Carr as your starting quarterback versus Patrick Mahomes. And Derek Carr has a great potential to be, I mean, he's always like a averagely good fantasy quarterback. Average to above average. Yeah. Yep. He has potential of being above average right. this year with with Devontae Adams. So, oh, for sure. I mean, you, you look at it like that, and as you go through, and you're, you're, you're one place to really help with kind of your, your, um, uh, ADP of your own personal AP is it, on sleeper is the best platform by far. We've, we played every di every fantasy league pretty much out there on the major ones. Yahoo. Correct. Uh, NFL. That's pretty good. Um, was it ESPN? Wasn't ESPN uh, NBC was CBS. 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 That was yeah. dog shit. Um, Yay. Sports. Amanda Holbert. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And then <laughs> finally uh, tuning in. We appreciate you. Yeah. Yahoo was, is probably the second best platform sleeper by far is the best the, the the fantastic thing about sleeper is yeah. sleeper takes everything each year uh based off at of twitter and and they listen they, they listen to the fans of fantasy football they make adjustments they we change are, things up we are a very small podcast um we appreciate the three of you that are listening today um and the oh, next 19 of you that are going to download the podcast and listen to it on uh, Spotify. Um, but we're a very small podcast and yet Twitter listens to us. Yeah. yeah. They pay attention to us and Sleepers I responded multiple times. Yep, yeah. we, we've communicated directly back and forth and, uh, uh, and, and I'm not going to say that directly because of our input but some of our input has been put into place 
because yep. enough of people like us have been talking to them. Yep. Versus Yahoo, which is, uh, 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 again, our second favorite. I compare Yahoo to being like the Excel of yeah. of of fantasy football because it is it has all the information and everything is all the data is laid out for you that you need to make your decisions. All you have to do is know how to sort and order and collect the data. Right. Yeah. Um, versus NFL or uh, uh, ESPN. Yeah. Which, which is are just trash. Trash. Which is like glorified i don't know walrus bunghole water yeah like it, it is honestly disgusting. If, not if user you friendly have, if you are if you are in a nfl league or yeah. if you are in an espn league and you've never tried any other leagues if you don't want to be disappointed just stay where you are yep if you if that's all you know yep you're fine you're fine yeah no big deal but if you go to an app like sleeper or you go to yahoo you will be very disappointed with every other league. We have switched over every one of our leagues. We are completely sleeper, and that's we it. We have tried every single league, every major brand that is Correct. out there. Hands down, the best draft board you could yes. possibly get. Everything's now, color-coded. Yep. And yep. Positional. It stays in order, yeah, which whatever the fuck. Yeah. NFL is NFL terrible did. for the draft board. <laughs> yeah, oh, NFL my God. Was, it's so annoying. NFL was weird. You had to, you had to figure that one out, but... but it's not that Sleeper is without flaws. There no. are some issues, and they are still working on those. And things that we like that other leagues don't like necessarily, you know, uh, uh, we, we're not the majority in every single decision no. that we make. No. But Trades are very easy on Sleeper. Trades are very easy. Multi-team trades are very easy. Um, there and- are things that Yahoo does better than Sleeper. There's yep. there's nothing that that ESPN does better than Zero. any of the others. Nothing no. that ESPN does ever. Uh, you know what? I will give them this. On each player in ESPN, there is a breakdown, a video breakdown from their analysts. That's true. Uh, that is the only thing you get. You and get it, actual video breakdowns. And it's their and it's their it's their C team. It's not even their B team. Yeah. It's their C team that is working their way up to get some actual on air time. Yep. Um, but they have good information. They have some good video. You get to watch some film, and it's and that's all right there out of the app on ESPN. So let's give them some love. That's true. So if you do no other research on your own, yep, or you don't watch if you regular just do football in app research, yes, then it's super helpful. Yeah. Outside of that, ESPN is complete garbage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and NFL is just a little bit ahead of that. And don't even touch CBS. Uh, I would say that ESPN is the worst, then CBS, then NFL, then Yahoo, then Sleeper. Yeah. yeah. That would be my and, order. And there's obviously a lot of other like little ones. Yeah. Uh, Underdog and like other niche, stuff. Uh, niche yeah. ones. But my as far as... League and as far we should as try your, some of those at should. some point so that we can start working as far these out. As your main platforms, yeah. Sleeper, hands down, Best one there is, and it's so I'm easy on your phone. I'm surprised that fantasy footballers haven't put together their own app. It seems like the I think they were part of Sleeper. They they're definitely partnered with them. Yeah. I don't know if they are or well, sponsored by them. But. Ninety ninety nine percent of all our our fantasy stuff we do from one of these, right? Yep, and. That's where Sleeper shines. They, they are sell, sure. so yeah. If you want to, if you want to use a, a computer, 
Sleeper is not the most. It's if you not want to bad, exclusively user use a yeah. PC, I have a hard time with It's Sleeper. gotten better. It's gotten better. Because sure. when it first came out, it was pretty much only app. Yeah. Yep. And when, like last year in our draft, there was an issue in mid-draft. I was at breakfast while it was going mm-hmm. on, and I still went, I just from a couple taps, dun, 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 and it was done. Yep. From his app, he was able to undo a pick, add a player, restart everything and, and shift it, was, it to a dev, another person yeah. it was, whereas it was with you when you were the commissioner of our nfl league yep that was a whole fiasco anytime you had to make changes yep. yeah yep it and was you a, had to do it from a computer you couldn't do anything from a phone and yahoo you can't make changes right po- uh, uh posthumously like you can't actually after the week is over you can't go back change a player you can't undo a trade you can't undo like so so the 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 overall usability of sleeper and the flexibility of being able to as a commissioner which frodo and i are yeah rick is co-commissioner on a couple of leagues um and uh uh uh, sleeper is the best so overall not a sponsor uh bless me thank you Sleeper is the best. We, we've all come to the conclusion that Sleeper is the best, and all of our leagues have been shifted finally this year yep. to Sleeper, and we're pretty stoked about that. Yep. Um, so I guess preparing for your draft is going to be sort of one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest things you can do in terms of, of getting ready for the season. Your foundation is built in the draft, right? Correct. So, And, and the buildup to your draft is... Is like the anticipation of getting laid for the first time. It's anticipation like, for sure. Because yeah. drafting gets there, and you get all antsy, and oh yeah. my god, it's so good. Well, and then you're like, you're done. You're like, oh fuck, the draft's over. You're like, oh fuck, I'm. Sweaty. It's like the post nut clarity. You're like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't draft that person. I should not have oh, drafted that person. That absolutely <laughs> happens every you time. Have, you have post draft clarity a hundred percent of the time. You went, absolutely. Why the, why the fuck did I draft that person there? Right. Right. You're like, I could have drafted him instead. It, but no. No. Yeah, I drafted a kicker in a league where there isn't a kicker or whatever it is. There shouldn't <laughs> be kickers in any league. There shouldn't should be, be kickers, kickers in every single league, and we can have a whole episode on that debate. Um, so in terms of uh, preparing for your draft, uh, uh, there are different types of drafts. There are auction drafts. There are snake drafts that we talked about. Yeah. Um, and the position that you're in within the draft, like you mentioned, is uh, uh, very important in terms of if you're – you know, number two, number three overall versus if you're 11 or 12, you're going to be drafting in a different style. Draft the QB late. And then fuck ADP. If if you want somebody, if you like somebody, go for him. This year yeah. in our Dynasty League, you wanted Kenneth Walker. And you were yes. going to do just about anything to make sure that you got Kenneth Walker. And you did. And you and, got exactly. And James Cook. And, and James, James Cook. Cook. I wanted, wanted those both two. Those, both those guys. Because you had an older... Uh, running back core, yep. and you saw these two guys as young, talented, I'm going to keep these guys, and they're going to do well for me because you didn't have the over the first overall. Nope. I had uh, third and, and you seventh. My, and you knew my cost for the first was going to be too high. Yeah, and I didn't want to go up there because I wasn't planning on taking Brees Hall. Right. So, I, I, I and I I was happy with where I stayed. I got the players I wanted. Yep. And... And then end up getting a player I want even more by using one of those assets. And so. that's the point, is that that to hell with everything else. If everything else says you should take this player over this player, but you want this player, go for him. Take him. Yeah. You know what? It, it, it's so much better. It's so much more fun to win the game 
with your team, then I mean, you might as well go on auto draft. No joke. Debo Samuel has netted me Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes, and because I got the seventh round pick, I moved up and I got Kenneth Walker with that asset. My third, the third spot was still mine because I sucked last year. And then turn around, turn Walker around with Eckler, who I traded also mm-hmm. for, and turn that into Tyreek Kill and two future picks and the number one overall. So I still got up this to the is, number one overall. This is this is the wonderful thing about that trade is you feel like you just absolutely crushed that trade and you feel really good about what you got. And I feel... I didn't really feel great about getting Eckler go, but I right. wanted... I felt good about the return, return on your it. investment. And for me, I fucking loved what I got out of it. And that was, that was the way trading is supposed to go. Um, you know, I will say one thing real quick. You... I was honestly so a little surprised that you took Eckler because right. you are the low, you are the lowest on. Right. on I even Eckler talked to him about three it. of us. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Yeah. The thing I, the thing that I like most about Eckler, Eckler cares about fantasy football, right? Yep. Eckler gives a fuck about fantasy football. A he lot wants, of players don't. He wants to perform for fantasy football for his because, fantasy fans because he knows that him being a pro fantasy football. Football player, yep, has gotten him more fans, yep, than just being a football player. Right. And and what we accepted was a counter from me, yep, from his because originally he had Hunter Winthrow included in it, and I swapped that for Darnell Mooney. I asked him like, "Hey, I'll do it, but I want to move Winthrow out and give you Darnell Mooney." Right? Yeah, and and we both felt good about that change. I felt better about having Mooney than Renfro, and you felt better about having Renfro than Mooney. Mooney. And and fucking right, man. That's the way to go. That's exactly what we're talking about in terms of fuck ADP. Go for the player that you like. Yep. And, and that's good. No, you're good. Oh, go I was gonna say that's the big difference between fantasy and dynasty and redraft. Because yep. once you're done with your draft, then you get into your waiver wire. Right. And how right. do you want to run that? Right. right. Your free agency is a totally separate aspect of this. But but real quick, before we jump into like yeah. free agency stuff, once you know where you're drafting in, in a draft, especially if this is like one of the first or first couple of years that you're doing it, mock draft from the position that you are drafting from. Yeah. No, right. it will not be exactly the same as how your draft falls out. Because there's always wild cards in your draft. Exactly. But... It'll give you an idea of the type of players that are going to be available when yeah. you roll around. And you can you can change things up. You can go wide receiver heavy. You can go running back heavy at the beginning. And you can see yep. how your team lines up at the end of each draft and in a mock draft. And you can kind of work your way and figure out how you want to mold it. And that helps give you an idea yeah. to Absolutely. not just be like, oh, wait. I don't really know who I should draft here because I don't really know who I'll end up with next. And this right. year, I have the glorious, glorious honor of drafting one spot in front of I know. Of it really Rich. actually pisses me off. So, I'm actually <laughs> super upset. I get whoever I, I want in the first before it gets to him. Right? Yeah. And then his his keeper is taking up his second round because mine is Javante Williams and Debo Samuel. Which I, get I may to keep actually the- change it. I may not actually keep him. Najee? Mm. Yeah, I may not actually keep Najee. Who are you thinking about in, instead? I, I may keep Ayuk and Lance. Yeah? I may also keep... That'd be a fun stack. I may also keep Lance and Thomas. Thomas? Really? Yeah. Michael Thomas? Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. 
They're both late. They're both super late rounds. I thought about changing out Debo for Justin Jefferson because I would keep Justin Jefferson. I think I got him in the second or third round, so he would have been a third or a fourth. But I'm like, no, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna keep Debo because I have him in the eleventh. You have the value of the draft capital that you have. That's the point about keeper is that you get some of these guys at a really equitable position, and now all of a sudden, Debo, who's going to be going in the second round, third round, still could could somehow come out with Justin Jefferson. Right, and I I still have um I have my first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and my first time I I miss it is the sixth where Javante Williams at right, which judging by Melvin Gordon keep getting hurt, probably going to do pretty well. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. I can't, I can't figure out that backfield. Um, yeah, uh, I, I just let Javante Williams do Javante Williams shit. Exactly, exactly. Um, There's a reason I was so pissed in the NFL draft a year ago because fucking Broncos came up and took him. Yeah, Broncos. Fuck the Broncos, fuck right? Them. Everybody. Let's ride. Hey, look at my big old truck. They never fucking take off road. <laughs> and you wore your jersey to your first practice, you fucking twat. <laughs> He is the worst. He's such a goober. Like he's always do- been a goober, but now he's not my goober. What, what was that TikTok? Like, what was that TikTok that like, like oh, God? Oh, like, yeah, like, that fucking well, cringy one. Yeah, and then him leaving for the preseason game. Most players don't get photographed until they show up to the stadium. He has a photograph. He has a photographer. He has a videographer. All set up for as soon as he opens his front fucking door and walks out of his house. Yep. It's fucking so cringe. Yes. He's just <sighs> the worst. He yeah. is he is a I don't what's the corniest version what okay, so if you're thinking of television, original programming, meaning Game of Thrones is like peak Band of Brothers, HBO is peak television. What is the cringiest television? Jersey Shore. Okay, MTV. Yes. He is yeah. the MTV yes. of, 100%. of original programming. Yes. It is It is oh, God. clearly staged. He's the it Kardashians. clearly fake. He is the Kardashians. He yes. is whatever yes. channel has the yes. Kardashians on. I don't yes. know. Amanda watches it, and I want to... CW, or I don't no, know. I don't think... No, I, I think that's giving CW e? too much negative. Uh, yeah. e, I, e. It feels like an E. Actually, you know what? I I'm pretty sure it's Hulu now. I'm Babe. pretty sure Hulu bought Hulu. the rights to ke- uh, to keeping up with the Kardashians. Amanda, if awesome. you're if you're this is your test. If you're still listening, if not, just the stop. What channel? What channel? Oh, right oh. Yeah. Well. I see zero viewers right now. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I see 130 viewers right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. You guys should just listen so, to us. Uh, free agency. Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways to go about when, when you're looking at, at, at free agency. Right. So in Dynasty, it, free agency is a much smaller part of the game. Correct. Versus redraft is a major massive, part of the game. Massive. It, it's basically your your weekly... Uh, right. you're, you're making moves on a regular basis. Also, Absolutely. Also, don't be in a league that, that uh, has a cap. limit. A, a cap limit on how many moves you can make on a season because that's garbage. You're yeah. right. Hulu. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, there's free a- free agent acquisition bucks. Yep. So which, Fab, which is yes. commonly known as Fab, uh, it's an added bonus to redraft. Yeah. Because 
generally your redraft anytime you are uh, going in to look at your free the, the free agents that are available. Yeah. Whoever is in last place will have first dibs when it comes to reverse order some, of yeah, standing. Picking somebody up. So that works well, except for the fact that anytime if the the person in first place has a major injury. Yeah. So you just got a, like a cum shot to the face. <laughs> yeah, it was. I borrowed a pen from Deshaun Watson, and then all of a sudden he's fucking blue in my face. So anyway, anyways, uh, so yeah, so uh, just the reverse order setup. You have whoever's in in tenth place or twelfth place, however fourteenth right. place, however many people you have in your league. Right. Um, they would have first dibs on any player that was available. So if all of a right. sudden somebody blew up in a week. They'd be like, oh, hey, I'm going to take that player, and you know they're going to get them. And they get all of their players they pick, Correct. right? It's not just the first player they pick. So if they want three players, they're going to get all three of those players. Well, the way it's actually the, the way it's actually set supposed or to be set up. is it round one? It or? is round one. So, yeah, okay. So if that person takes that in round one, yep. then the next person on that list. Waiver is 101, yes. 201, 301. Correct. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but with... With a fab system, you bid on the player. Right. So you start with a budget. Yeah, you start. So we'll just say a hundred bucks. That's the general rule. Right. Yeah. You get a hundred bucks throughout the season. You can use that. You could use that all week one. Right. But then the issue with that is then you have nothing the rest of the season. Right. Uh, so a lot of the times when you're doing stuff like that, unless there's a major player that's that becomes available, yeah, you're not gonna. <laughs> This is weird. I don't... Oh, my fucking God. What the <laughs> happened to your eyes? Do people not do that? <laughs> I do that all the time. And apparently my wife hates we, it. We so a couple, years ag- a couple years ago, yeah, Elijah Mitchell. Yes. Yeah. Didn't... Like, he wasn't... He, he was a sixth-round pick. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he blew up and because everybody else on the 49ers got hurt. Yeah. Right. Uh, he blew up, and he they were like, oh, hey, he's going to be our starting running back now. Yeah. So, like, week three of the season, he became this huge acquisition right. to take on. If you're in second or third place, or first place... You have no shot. You have no shot if you're not in a fab. Yeah. But if you're in a fab, you could be like, hey, I'm willing to put 60 bucks right. on this player. Right, right, right. Now, you could be the only person that put money on that, and it you'd be... It still costs yourself 60 it, bucks. Yeah, it's still going to cost you 60 bucks. The next closest may be... Uh, 15. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, so there have been there have been and and, and Fab is often uh, you know in dynasty leagues there are two Fab periods there is off season and, and in, season. in season yeah and so this year I spent a lot of my off season Fab on one player and I forget who it was but one player came available Julio Julio and I spent uh, is, that, is that who it was yeah I think so I don't remember but uh, it doesn't matter I spent I a lot of my off season Fab on. Uh, one player uh, with the expectation that in season I'll have a whole new hundred dollars to spend. So, um, so no, again, knowing the rules, knowing what your budget is, and then utilizing that in the right way. Real quick, yeah. Blizzard order, Frodo. What do you want for a blizzard? Like from from Dairy Queen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brownie. Brownie. Yeah, vanilla okay. brownie. Ooh, we extra should, brownie. We should ooh, brownie, extra brownie. That sounds good. Yeah. Actually, vanilla ice cream with extra brownie. 
Yeah, right, right, right. I'm going to do an Oreo. Or Oh, yeah. Uh, Oreo's in there, too. Okay. Anyways, you guys can go. I'll, I'll get the Blizzard order. Okay, okay so I didn't know if you were just fucking with us. Like, no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. I, I is there an call. Oreo Blizzard coming to my face right now? Yes. Oh Give me a minute. God. Uh, I, I, I got a call, so I stopped it and was like, what's up? Still podcasting. And they were like, uh, what kind of Blizzard? So Fuck yeah. Let's see. Yeah, you guys should get married. If you're not married, you should get married and have a wife that will be blizzards where is uh so now we gotta get through the fucking show so yeah. that we can eat a blizzard because you guys don't want to watch me eat a fucking pile of white ice cream um so uh in terms of free agency uh, uh their uh, reverse order of standings is the most common uh free agency acquisition budget is uh fab um and then uh then also knowing what your roster layout is like do you have just uh, uh, just bank spots, you know, four or five bank spots? Or do you have IR spots? Because we didn't introduce IR to our league for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So now, all of a sudden, if you draft Michael Thomas or if you keep Michael Thomas and he goes down. I literally kept Michael Thomas all of last year. Yep. In hopes that he would come back at some point. Right. Right. And I picked up somebody last year and put him in my IR spot. Uh, because he was on the free agent or the, the the waiver wire, and so here's my question to you guys, uh, because there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about how stashing is bad, um, and I don't necessarily understand. And I had the same opinion of camping in Warzone, where oh James it, Connor is what you shot your load on. I did shoot my load on James Connor. That's true. Yeah. So so uh, uh, all over his face. The uh, so so. In Warzone, you're in the first circle, and you are just anchored in at Grandma's house with claymores and rocket launchers and shotguns. That's fucking camping That's and camping. shit. Yeah. Now, the final circle, and now all of a sudden you've got shotguns and SMGs and maybe claymores or spicy pancakes. Like, that's camping, but at the right time. Right. Right. So my, my point is, like, if you pick up a person who is an, on IR and you have an empty IR spot, is it not strategic to pick him up off the waiver wire for nothing? Julio Jones, for example, last yeah. year. And throw him into your IR, stash him there, and hope that something good happens, and then... Pick him up. I will pretty much always draft somebody who is currently on IR and immediately put them into my IR spot. And then pick somebody else up off the waiver. Exactly. There's a couple of reasons behind that. One, it gives me flexibility if something happens. Yep. Two, I can then make adjustments if I need to. Right. And make a trade if I want to. Or like a one for two type thing. Right. Or... I can just chill with that one empty spot and I can make moves as I need to going through to the going through week one into week two type thing. But I pretty much always draft somebody such as last year, right. Michael Thomas. Right. He was on IR. I drafted him and I kept him literally all season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, James Conner is the running back for the Arizona Cardinals, actually. And um, you know, I, I, I didn't actually 
Um, blew my load, load on him. Um, I metaphorically blew my load on him. Maybe and, you should have. Um, your grandma's awesome. Shut up, dude. Like, why? Why you gotta? <laughs> why you gotta question your grandma's and my, uh, you know, relationship? <laughs> I think we're friendly, and I think that that's enough. I love your family. I love your family <laughs> so much. I love them so. What about Ashley's mom? Love your family so much. Anyway, so uh, what we got going on is uh, so you want to pay attention to your waiver wire. You want to pay attention to what uh, uh, your uh, why you're drafting. You want to pay attention to bye weeks. I'm not the guy that cares about bye weeks while I'm That's drafting because you're ADHD and your Fucking team changes. 37 times before any bye weeks start. I cannot pay attention to week seven because I'm not going to have the same team by week yeah, seven. No. But You're not going to have the same week, the same team by week one. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's a really strong chance of that. Um, so, uh, 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 so, so, so drafting your players, paying attention to their, or what I typically do I like to draft my team, and then I will look at their waiver, their bye weeks, and adjust them from there. Um, and what I so many moves during our podcast, like we're all talking about shit, and then every week I get I, it, Hobbit's it, revenge. It triggers but, me like yep, I, I need to check, and uh, there's a player that I think right? should be on my team. Right. Well, what I like to do when it comes to touch penises. No, when it comes to dra- Faces? drafting players. I will draft my overall, like, starting lineup. Yep. And then as I'm filling in those other positions, I try and look and be like, oh, hey, both of my wide receivers here have a week eight bye. Let's not draft another wide receiver that has a week eight bye. So if I'm looking at two different players, that may be the deciding factor. Yeah. Right. That'll be be a a, a split decision between a late round pick. Correct. But not necessarily the primary factor. Eight rounds. Yep. If I'm looking at at both like Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson, like if I somehow was able to get both of those in the second round. Yeah, in the second round in the same draft. uh, Say you were going zero RB and you went. Uh, wide receiver, wide receiver. Yeah. And your first wide receiver... I would not care that both of them had the same bye right. week. Because you're going to get so many more points. And you want, yeah. you could fill someone in, and if you lose that week, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. So bye weeks are important, but they're not important until later. Yeah. Don't worry about them until later. Um, True. So uh, trading is one of my favorite aspects of the game, right? Yeah. Like. Everybody knows that if you've been watching our podcast, like, this is my shit. This is my jam. This Scott's is my a trade stuff. whore. Yeah. I am a trade whore. Like, I will if you offer over. him, If you offer him a trade, he will figure out a way to make this trade happen. I absolutely will. I love trading. It's because more fun than winning. Normally for him, it's just throwing it out there and trying to get bait. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to trying to make something happen. I am gets, the masturbator. Masturbator. He, he gets yeah. so bored with his team, even if it's... Like the most stacked team, by far the he, most he transactions. He can be scoring two hundred points every week. It's because like I need to change this team. Up. I need to upgrade. <laughs> but I, I don't forget know. which one. It's kept stats like how many transactions, and it, Scott's always up there. Like I'm up there too, just because I'm all I am moving players in and out. But Rich hold doesn't on, move that on, many. Hold on. Did you give his wife my wife crabs? <laughs> I gave his wife crabs. Oh, okay, cool. We're good then. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. In all fairness, in all fairness, I believe he gave my wife and you crabs. 
Yes. Yeah, but I already had crabs, so it's like I mean, like that's just like that's just. Multi- I don't want to cut in. I don't want to cut in the OnlyFans for for your wife. <laughs> nice. Uh, so uh, yeah, so trading is the shit, right? Like so, and depending on what type of league you're in, it depends on the kind of trades that you're gonna make. Um, in in Dynasty, trades are more fun for me because you get to make, uh, you get to add in uh, draft picks. picks. You get to add in. Uh, players that are not normally consequential to you True. because you're you're uh, the the benches are so deep that all the good players are on a bench at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so uh, so so in that regard, I like Dy- Dynasty the best. But in terms of redraft trading, is still very much alive. And mm-hmm. in draft trading is available. In season trading is available. Yeah. And you should take advantage of all of that stuff if you think you can get a value out of something. If you want to trade up yep. in the in the third round, and all you have to do is trade back in the third round and trade back in the sixth round, fucking take that shot. Why not? You know, yeah. the worst thing somebody can tell you is no. So, so throw the trades out. No, there, the worst thing is just to not respond at all. The worst yeah. thing is to leave you on red. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Or. Uh, if somebody else was to give your wife crabs, um, that might be the worst thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, and it, uh, no, the worst thing is someone who's inactive and leaves players on bye weeks fucking in their fuck yes. in their and just yeah, don't don't be that person. Uh, my wife made me blush. Um, so uh, so anyways, uh, I don't I don't want to say somebody else say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what she made you blush about? Uh, it was nothing funny. It was just something sweet. She Aww. she enjoys my smile, and I Aww. don't smile very often. So Amanda's back in though, and she says, "Yay sports!" She's back. Yay sports! Yay sports! Um, Yay! Not your Amanda. Your Amanda left. Oh. So I've touched you a lot during this. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's very soft. Thank you. I uh, it's uh, beard oil. I take care of my beard. Yeah, we're we're not getting close because it's like Velcro. And just <laughs> yeah, like... right. No, no, no. We do that. There's not enough oil in the world to detach our faces from each other. Uh, this is a this very is weird podcast. Place, this is the one place I can actually grow hair. Besides, actually, the back of my knee. I don't know why, <laughs> but um, I, like I am not hairy in general at all, except for my face, and yeah. it just grows uh, obscenely fast. And you know, you know what? what? You. What the fuck? You have like hardly any hair on your arms, but all of it is on your head. What the fuck? I'll yeah. take that. What do you? What do you get? What do you guys sporting on your arms? You got like a, a reasonable bush yeah. on your arm I, bush. I've never ever had arm. Hair. I am in. I'm in between both of you guys as far as arm bush goes. <laughs> um, like I don't oh, chest hair. Like what do you guys? None. You got a bush? None. Like none. Like none. Nat- naturally I got none. none. Really? Okay. So I've got. Yeah. Like I've got yeah. like. Eight, I'm not. I, I shave. Right here, there's some. <laughs> I do. I do sort of a manscape on the outside. Call it the oblique. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 in the center, I keep it. I keep it nice and trimmed. Um, but as far as <laughs> back, <laughs> yeah, back of my knees, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> so, so when you run, does it like trail back like a like a kite no, trail or tickle it? Tickles quite a bit. Like I'm, a, I'm a very ticklish person, and so the back of my knees is like. Whoa. That's why I giggle when I please play. grow it out and put beads on it, like Bo Derek. <laughs> I've been to Jamaica. Check out my knees. Your wife says Brazil is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. So she wants it like completely, completely. You know, just scorched just earth, hardwood, not shag. <laughs> um, okay. 
All right, I'll keep that in mind. I I would whack sweetheart. Sweetheart, hold on. Let's get let's bring this in tight. You and me, right here. Don't look. You look that way. Cause, cause you're in it. I'd wax my butthole for you. I love you. That's how much I love you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Would you, would you bleach it too? Uh, I, I think that goes in. Uh, I think that that, that it doesn't go in your asshole. No, no. I think that goes in hand in hand with waxing your butthole. No, I think it's a different target. <laughs> it's a totally different thing. Yeah. Oh my god. I had no Waxing idea. just takes care of the hair. Okay. It makes you chocolate oh, you starfish air. white chocolate. I was like, no, I don't think it sucks the air out of me. No. Like, dude, it's like, <laughs> no, fart you. <laughs> like, the uh, point is, oh, I'll uh, back to I guess trading before we go off to the other, <laughs> is don't get draft locked. Like you, you, you lock on like, oh, I draft this guy at this round. Like I have to keep him even though he's not performing very well. Yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid to cut ties with him. Yeah. Like crabs. Have not had enough to drink. Um, and Naked Mole Rat is, by the way, what I got going on down here <laughs> if I wax it all off. Is it is like as angry? Out. Like, <laughs> look, look, like mole rats angry. look angry. That, okay, maybe they do. Maybe it's Tommy Lee, by the way. <laughs> no, wait, no, wait, no, no, we don't need we, to talk about Tommy Lee. We were Lee's already day. there today. <laughs> is that the name of the podcast? Is Tommy Lee's third Tommy leg? Tommy Lee's pubes. No. <laughs> um, your playoff format. Yeah. If you're in a league that doesn't start well this way is a little different because we have an extra game yep if you are in a team a league that is playing into the lat and your championship has not been done before the right. last week or two right, weeks right, of the right, league right. get out of it because mm -hmm. all you're doing is all the really top players are probably on better teams right and you know what they do they rest their players right who wants to go into you know missing their starting wide receiver, running back, and quarterback? Yeah. The other thing is to make sure that your your, your league settings are set up so that way you have one versus your, yeah exactly one versus whoever the last is, or if you're first and second or first team first uh, to get a buy or whatever. Yeah. Make sure it's set up to where it's it, it's whoever's currently playing against the bottom tier. So it's it, it's the best proper against the round, worst. The proper way it's round supposed Robin. to be. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, a lot of the times it's one against like four three or You're, four. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's stupid. Because it, that, that's not how the NFL does it. That's not how Fantasy League should do it. Um and anyone there like, oh no, yeah, we're not we're not we're gonna do that. That's yeah, and like we have we, in our main league, we it's a ten team league, so it's not great it's not crazy or anything, but we have six playoff spots. One and two get a first round bye. Um, so that's the that that's the yep. benefit of finishing first or second. Yeah, you get a nice easy rest week where you don't have to do anything. You don't have to worry about nothing. That's the only time as a dude if you finish first is a good thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, even finishing second though is a good thing in that one. Yes, well, in life it's also pretty good. Yeah, it's true. Uh, unless unless it's running from a bear. And then it's <laughs> coming in seconds. Usually not good. Um, and so it just depends on how you have your league set up as far as how many playoff spots. I mean, if, yeah. a how lot of rounds? times if you only have 10 teams, you could do a four-team playoff. Yeah. But then you're only going to have... The six teams more fun. Yeah, you're only going to have two weeks of playoffs. Yeah. So you, that's the benefit of having a six-team playoff is you can have a three-week playoff set up. 
and you're still playing in games where everyone's still competing for... Yeah, even at the end, most of the time, there's still at least one team that's like in 7th or 8th that still has a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Play, play through, even if you're losing season, don't give up. Just keep, keep playing. Uh, on trades, real quick, before, if you're in a league and your commissioner or anyone does vetoes, fuck them, get out. True. Be- because unless it's clear-cut collusion... If you and I make a trade, that's the trade. Right. And it shouldn't have like some like voting period or any of that bullshit. Yep. We we had veto options in one of our leagues for in our main league for a long time. Yeah. We finally got rid of it completely uh, to where we didn't have a veto option. And so trades were immediate. Uh, oh, oh, your least favorite off. thing on the. Yeah, it's Amanda's fault, not mine. There you go. I gave you a small one, though. I, gave, I did give you a small well, one. I have a dog in my crotch. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Not crab. Not crab. No. no, no, definitely crabs. No. He's definitely got crabs. Those are funner to uh, eat. So what do we got here? Uh, let's uh, fucking hate you. Turn you guys, <laughs> guys, what's up? Hey. Oh, that's just Ashley's boots. Trust me, anyone watching wasn't looking at a stain. <laughs> yeah, it's just Lonnie right now. So, all right. I'm going to go here. And... and... Oh, I'm sorry. God damn it, Frodo! Don't make a mess on my wife. <laughs> oh, that's gotta get down a little bit. Classic. All right, so we're about to have a uh, a rum shot followed by a blizzard. All right. So that's not the worst chaser in the world. All right. Um, what? That's a thing. They did. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, what's it going on here? Uh, right. That's All right. Why am I friends with you? Uh, oh, because <laughs> you're, you, a you're a glutton for punishment. All right, so Thank Amanda, you. this is for Amanda. I so only t- like your wife. <laughs> I know you do. I know. I like this wife. Cheers. I fucking hate right. you. Ashley says hi to, uh, and Lonnie says hi to Amanda. Later. And this is for you, Amanda. Cheers. Amanda, you can have mine. I don't want it. Ha! <laughs> <sighs> All right, so anyway, what are you guys talking about? Uh, I don't know. Quinn Silly. She's good. Whatever. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Case of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, case with ice cream. Uh, there you go. All right, so uh, so anyway, you guys, uh, uh, you guys, what were you guys talking about? I left. We got, on, we got on the point, uh, if your commissioner or league has vetoes in it for trades, <laughs> get oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking vetoes are the worst. All right, so we cover veto- playoff format also. So veto vetoes are unusable. Sh- unusable. They should be a bad trade does not qualify for a veto. You need to have almost irrefutable proof that that somebody has uh, what collusion. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the only reason? I mean, basically, yeah, if somebody... Because trade raping would be vetoed if it... Or if there's some, like, maybe not direct collusion where somebody's just like, I'm done with this league. I'm going to dump all my good players yeah, you, you in can't, weeks you can't 15. Yeah. Performance dump. Yeah, performance dump. Thank you. And that's where a commissioner has to step in. Like, hey, these players are locked. They'll get raffled off after the league. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's it's important for the integrity of the league to maintain some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so so we we've talked about a bunch of this stuff. I think sort of the the last couple of things, um, and uh, it, it, so money systems, Yahoo. That's one of the best things about Yahoo is you have a built-in payment system where you send them your ten bucks, and then however you decide to pay it out, that's how they pay it out exactly as is there's no fees there's no nothing there's no bullshit it's just they keep your money for the year and then at the end of the football season you get it back right sleeper uh, doesn't have that so we've been using for dynasty we've done it since day one yep um and we just transitioned to it this year is um because no one likes chasing payments two years ago i did league safe but todd fucking threw up a fit about it because yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, there's a fucking like four percent in at league safe is it's a no hassle. You put the link, you go in to pay, and then at the end of the year, you can just send it out. It's so much easier than trying to chase people down. Right. And this year, because I had to chase, I was pretty flexible last year, and we had a guy that I had to cover it so yeah. that way we could pay out everyone's actual winnings. And uh, and every commissioner in the history of has had to football chase has had to it. cover yes. that so, or chase yeah. it down. So now, uh, this year I just put it out there today, is if you don't have your, your, your league dues in Dynasty, it's, it's 25 bucks. Um, if you don't have them paid by the end of week one. Yeah, and we don't even have like a crazy amount. Like some leagues yeah. are like 250 bucks for, a, 500 buy, bucks. for yeah. a buy-in. Yeah, right. Uh, you lose your, you, you, you forfeit your first round pick in the rookie draft the next year, and that will get raffled, like randomized. Yeah. Okay, so and 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 what I did if in our keeper it. league, which is essentially a redraft league without yeah. the top end players, is uh, I, I removed your first round pick. Now we had originally talked about taking away an actual keeper, but I realized that that could be a strategic move for somebody to get rid of their keeper in this year because a lot of the keepers are going back into the pool this year. So. So I just removed your first round pick this year. Yeah. If you if you don't pay on time, which this year because we're doing that super league again, I gave everybody until the start week of week three. I already did. God, I know you did. Like, um, this shit. And uh, you notice you got you paid for my uh, your, my NFL ticket there uh, to go to the uh, 49ers game. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have money to pay that, but I did find the money to pay <laughs> the uh, the the league. So. Um, Anywho, I didn't want to risk a draft pick. Is all. <laughs> it's not like I don't know where you're going to be on December fourth. Right. right. So anyway, so the point is, is that how much anal is worth one hundred and forty-five dollars? How much anal? Yeah, I don't know. Two quarters? Like so, half, 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 half your dick? Oh, I thought you were talking about two quarters of football. Like that's <laughs> that's fucking thirty minutes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that endurance. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, so that's uh, the the best way. The best way that we know how to do it is uh, leak safe. Uh, there are other ways to do it. There's always the cash way to do it. Um, I hate it. It's never been. Every time we've done a cash deal, I have lost money on fantasy football. Because of that, because as the commissioner, well, also your ADHD, and you went, oh hey, look, a hundred bucks. <laughs> also that. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, so, 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 so you want to you want to really pay attention to that. I honest, I really suggest League Safe, or if you're on Yahoo, just have it all done through the Yahoo. The thing that I like about Yahoo is it's all has to be done before you draft. 
you Meaning, can't even draft. You, you can't yeah. like, access your draft. If, you're, if you have one team that hasn't done it, it fucks up everybody's draft. Right. And so then everybody's pissed off at that one yeah. person. And so, so then we then we guilt shame them into yeah. either paying their bill or suicide. But that's only happened like twice. So sure. not a big deal at all. You're jealous um, on both accounts. <laughs> 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 Solid joke. Solid nice. joke. Noise. All right. So anyway, if you guys are wondering, I have a mental illness and it's depression. Um, and we, but as, it's as, manageable. As, as, one, but it's manageable. As, his, his best friend and a good friend, uh, we show love by being dark and fucking horrible. <laughs> and hand me we, the pistol we, while yeah, I'm yeah, standing on the chair with a noose yeah. around my neck. Yeah, except you're not getting a bullet. We show our support job. by degrading him. <laughs> Oh, come on, you gotta get to the balls for the bullet. <laughs> All right, so uh, normally research. we just tell him don't be a bitch. But, <laughs> don't, uh, don't be a bitch. Uh, what team should you vote for? What team has the best odds of winning uh, in your? Uh, what team? Okay, good question. What team is the favorite for winning the Super Bowl this year? Okay. I can't go with my bet because I just bet on the Dolphins. It has to, it, the Bills. I mean, no I, homers, no homers. The Bills. Now, no, the I, only I, way that changes is if the Dolphins somehow dethrone them in that division, yeah. which is a mm-hmm. lot, a big task to do. It's a big task, yeah, yeah. But I'd have to say the top three in the AFC: Chargers, Bills are number one, and I mean the Chiefs are still right there, but Broncos probably aren't far behind. This is the worst thing that I'm ever going to say on the internet. And I once called you a cunt-licking-ass drip. You said um, that in the intro. Broncos. I think the Broncos I, I, have the strongest defense with the strongest offense. Honestly, in my... Uh, in my... I swear to God, if you say the 49ers, no, I'm going to punch you right in I'm the nose. I'm not. I'm going to punch him right in the nose. No, I'm not. I, I'm talking AFC here. Okay. If if it's not the Bills, then I think it's the Chargers. Okay. Like right. I, I think that it's gonna be one of those two teams representing Bills and Chargers. Yes. Ooh, maybe now, that's what we should do. Is we should do a pick two. I, I think that the Ravens have a shot. Depending because mm-hmm. Lamar, if Lamar Jackson doesn't get his deal done by week yeah. one. I think he's gonna be on that this like huge like revenge Ball tour. Out, like, like, hey, I'm gonna get fucking paid now. Right, 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 right. He's like, I'm gonna prove as to why you should have paid me before this season type right. thing. Imagine a scenario where Tua doesn't perform. They don't get a contract for Lamar Jackson. Dolphins trade Tua and a pick for Lamar Jackson. That doesn't happen. I don't like to talk is that about too much guys speed not performing on one because it hits a little close to home. See, I, I look at this as like one of those things like Lamar Jackson, I think this year, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I haven't been a huge fan of Lamar Jackson. Right. I think this year Lamar Jackson's going to fucking kill it. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to be like. Just narratively speaking, yes. you think that he's got all the. I think he's front runner MVP like contention. I think he's going to be out there to be like. Yeah. Now, given that may not be purely off of passing, but yeah. right. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not who Lamar is. Right. Lamar's right. He's threat, the number one running back. Lamar's on the team. threat is that he can run the ball at right. any point. He can smash anybody on the field at any point. 
Right. Or like he me. can or he can make <laughs> not quite. Or he can make them miss as well. Right. And I think that that with that and the the passing I, I think I think they'll work on it this year. Whereas last year they didn't really work on it. Let's do this. Let's do uh, uh, a season long bet for next episode. Go ahead and write this down. We're gonna do a season long bet for number one position at or number one player at every position. So, and the person who gets it most right by percentage so wins. Should we do a top three then? Top three for each position. Oh, you want to do that? Q- QB, wide receiver, running back. Are we doing weighted top three, or are we doing top three? Meaning top three. We can so, do that right now. Oh, I can't do that right now. I'm too drunk. Yeah, it's all right. We'll work on it. For, I haven't fucking here. eaten anything yeah, at yeah. all today, and I've had a lot so, of alcohol. So we'll pick our top three. Who you think is going to be first, second, thir- finish, first, second, third. So right. closest to those finishes. Yep. End of the season. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll, we will do uh, running back, wide receiver, running, or, yeah. Quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end. Okay. We're not going to go outside of that at all. Okay. Obviously, our, our our tight ends are probably going to be super similar. I bet our wide receivers vary quite a bit. I bet our running backs vary quite a bit. We'll uh, probably have each have one running back. I, I just thought of something coincidental. Is the ASC Norse the most rapey assault division? Because if you think about it, they have Deshaun so I'm Watson. Not in that if anymore. Deshaun Watson <laughs> is in there. Very rapey. Big Ben. If anybody is rapey, it's B- Big Ben was there. <laughs> Ray Rice was there. Yeah, Cream Hunt's there. They're all there's a lot of like if you were to bring a black light to the AFC North, it would be highlighted. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, so I've got top three at each position for next week's episode. Best practices. Finally, we need to talk about uh, Amanda. Research. The Bills has ha, has the best chance on paper Bills, currently, for sure. Bills. Yeah. So put yeah. all your money on the Bills. Yeah, would... if you're gonna go out and, and and put twenty bucks on on a team, put it on the Bills. Yep. If you want a dart throw out of nowhere, put yeah. it on the Vikings. You think the Vikings dart throw? Who would you put it on? Don't be a homer. I have to. The, a dart throw. They have the most the, potential. The dolphins, I was going to say throw. the Dolphins. I the Dolphins say, are I, a dart I, I throw. I want to be fair. I yeah. was going to say okay. the Dolphins. But you can't pick your team. Put a dart throw on somebody else. NFC, NFC team. Win it all. NFC team. Win it all. I would say the Packers, but I've already chosen the Dolphins. Eagles. 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 I like Ooh. it. That's a good call. Shit, that's a good one. All right, fist bump for that. All right, all right. So, but honestly, uh, yeah, yeah the, the Dolphins are the dark horse in the AFC. True, the best if dark horse. Tua yeah. takes a step. I, I was listening to an interview from the Tampa Bay beat writer okay. today. He was talking. It was on an interview Tampa for Bay Dolphins. No, <laughs> he he's there for you know covering Brady and stuff and all right. their defense. He was talking about their joint practice and their game, and they said if he's like if Tua can take a step up, these receivers are going to be a massive issue. They gave a huge issue in the practice to all their DBs. Mm-hmm. They could not cover them. It's too much speed to be accounted for. It is. There's a lot of speed on the Dolphins. I'm not on camera right now, but I'm super drunk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might have to carry the rest of the podcast. So, 
I, I agree. But it all hinges on Tua. Because because of the fact that you are in the same division as, as the Bills, which on paper, everybody says the Bills are the number one team in the they AFC. They were my Super Bowl pick last year. Right. And saying that they're not going to make it, especially when they're talking about bringing OBJ in as well. Yeah. Right. All right. You bring uh, Von Miller in as a pass rusher. They have everything on paper to do what they need to do to win right in the AFC. So outside of that, plus you have an NFC North that's a pretty competitive division division in general as well. Yeah, right. And AFC West. Correct. So there's not a lot of extra like spots available for the Dolphins to drop into because no. everybody expects at least one extra team to come from the AFC West, right. if not yeah. two. There's right. probably two teams from the AFC West. I think two teams from AFC East. One one probably from the AFC North. Right, but that's saying that that both the Bengals and the Ravens don't do well this year. I say that they could and then you're probably you're the Colts probably from the AFC South. Right. So, but that's the thing is it's it's a huge toss up because you have these two fairly stacked like divisions mm-hmm. uh, right. that are competing for the, the wild card spots. I think the issue with some of those really super stacked divisions like the AFC West, they're going to cannibalize each other. They will, and, and the fact that they're going they could against miss, the NFC right. West, you could only have one team come out because of how tough the division is. Yeah, they could, they could split knock all each other of their out. Games. Yeah, right. So, right. It, it, it's it'll be interesting to see, but yeah, the um. It, it, try not to be a homer, but it, it, you all have to see it in the regular season. If, and the Dolphins have it early because I, they play the Bills early. I will be surprised if the Bills are not the number one seed yeah. in in the AFC. In the AFC. Because yeah. of the AFC West going against all of the AFC West Right, teams. they're going to cannibalize themselves. I, so. I think we split the series with the Bills. We haven't beat the Bills in the last couple of years, and they've put like 40 points I think, points plus I think the us. Bills beat both the Patriots and the Jets both times. Oh, Dolphins so will that's, beat both that's, each of them. That's yeah. five wins based off of that. Yeah. Whereas the AFC West, it could be split all the way down. The Dolphins play, I think, what we point is Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Bills. If they can get out at three at one and keep the Bills game fairly close. Yeah. And they may. It, 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 it'll be, if it's two and two, it'll be great. Right. It'll be a great start. Depending on how they, they win. If they're putting up points... You're gonna right. have a lot of the, you know, if they if they go to the Bills, it comes out shooting like thirty four thirty. The season against L A. Chargers, yeah, no, against the Rams. Rams. That's ooh, that's they a rough start one. the season against the Rams. Yikes, that'll be a fun game. That's though. the one. That's like one of the couple of games that I think that they could easily lose. Right. Yeah, Dolphin. It's Patriots in Miami. Yeah, that's always a. A fucking loss it's really a bu- it's really a bummer that that's right at the beginning of the season when the Patriots are normally bad anyways. They 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 usually flip flop the location, so it's Patriots at home, early was up in Foxborough, and then the late game was in Miami. Right. So this year we're gonna have to go up in December or January and play yeah. the Patriots. Um. So, Frodo, where do you do most of your research as far as looking at players and and that sort of thing? Uh. I'm too drunk for this. I know. Go away. <laughs> go away. Uh, I've got the camera on you guys. I'm going to let you guys take this for a moment. I'm going to go out and take a little bit of fresh air and let you guys go handle it. it from here. Okay. <laughs> uh, fancy footballers got us into what we're doing now. This is True. just this little podcast. And 
they're fantastic. PFF, I mean, the NFL relies on them for a lot of the stuff. They're great for statistical and, like, forecasting. The NFL uses them for the on-screen, like, data. Yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. I used to do, uh, what's the, the, the dude from ESPN, um, bald-headed, he's a Jets homer. Uh, or Washington, he's a Washington fan, Redskins fan. Uh, oh, sorry, Commanders. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, right uh, Matthew Berry. Matthew Berry, yep. Uh, Matt I Barry. used to use him, but not so much anymore. Um, uh, honestly, it's the fancy footballers, PFF, and Pat McAfee. Yeah, that's true. That's that's I, I love I love Pat McAfee in general. He's just fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I I I watch most of Pat McAfee pretty much every day, just in the sense that it is a entertaining. It it's entertaining. It is a normal guy's. Obviously, he came from the NFL as a punter, but it is a normal group of guys talking about football. Yeah. So it's not a narrative driven. It's it's. And entertainment more than anything else, whereas, like, uh, Colin Coward, his views on each team or player that he's talking about changes on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. Uh, any of the big... They, they all sell a negative shit. Yeah. So, like, you you watch, you know, the, they all want that... that I think that's why they're hard to do it, because that hearing negative stuff yep. sells. Like, blood... You know, Gore sells in the in the news. Like, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Whereas, like with Pat McAfee, obviously you have an indie fan, you have a Green Bay fan, you have a, a Patriots fan, and a Steelers fan, as and a four, Dolphins fan a, as the four main guys. Well, the Dolphins was a Canadian who had to go back, right? Yeah. So the four main guys you've got Steelers, Patriots, Green Bay, and Indy, but it gives you a nice balance overall. Where they they are not like all completely one sided yeah. on anybody. Uh, they talk shit to everybody, which is super entertaining in my in in my thought process. Because if you talk shit, I'm always willing to listen. Um, but outside of that, I use Fantasy Pros pretty much all the time when I'm like looking at like they're player, good too, yeah, player versus player type thing, uh, deciding who to start and whatnot. Uh, and then. The last thing is, as a commissioner, what's what, what? What are some things that are your like best tips? Uh, be transparent and be fair. It is not your decision; it is the league's decision on ninety nine point nine percent of things. Always put it up to a league vote. So, yep. uh, on sleeper, you can create the polls. I I want the majority. And with the go with them, if uh, there's majority rules, that's where you go. That's. You, Making changes uh, and and sometimes on that side is like no this is how we're going to set up the league, but still you as a good commissioner you want to get a voices from everyone because you're playing it's all one big family kind of thing. Right. You want them to voice their opinion. If there's a disagreement, even in the league, you kind of can you can put that to a vote. If you know like hey the, you know this person you know. I didn't want to draft this person. I meant to do it. And if it's a clear mistake, absolutely, you can back it out. Correct. If it's just or, like someone regretting that or, they... hey, I accidentally clicked drop on this player. Can you please revert it? Yeah. If you draft a player like, oh, I didn't really mean to draft him there a couple rounds before. Sorry, that is your that is your mistake. Like, you, you, you control your draft. Right. I'm not going to reverse it there. You, right. you live with your mistakes. So, yeah. um, 
making sure players are active. Correct. And weeding out the ones that aren't. In our, our group, we got rid of that one. So we got we got active players. Yep. Sometimes overly active players. But um, you want to make sure that you have that you have teams that are actively putting in a lineup. Whether they're paying attention fully, that is what it is. But at least make sure you have a fully rostered yeah. lineup so you don't have players that are on buy or players that are injured in your, your starting lineup that's just giving uh, somebody a win. Right, and especially if, towards the end of the season, and say someone's on like vacation, like and you're, you're away from um, any type of like Wi-Fi or anything like yep. that, then a commission can step in, and be like, okay, I know he's gone. He, this player got injured in camp or or in tra- in practice this week. He's not available. To see, I'll Correct. go in and move that on a one week basis, if that's the case. But otherwise, you keep hands off. You like you're yep. there just as a parent. Watch people fail. Watch people win, and and go from there. Um, yeah, as as Scott said at one point, you are there to have the ultimate power, but not use it. Yep. Right. As far as commissioner rules go, yep. yeah, With you don't want to like. Great fucking, power comes great responsibility. Right. I uh, I feel like I've done a pretty good job in one shitty, which is to not be there. Yep. Um, I never have a vote. You're in there the to polls. Po- you're there to pose the questions and yep. give the options to people, yep. but you don't overtly like say hey this is what we're gonna do right, right. until it came to switching to sleeper actually. yeah where that you was... just were like you know what this is just the better route to go yeah. i was just tired of fucking putting it to vote every year because yeah. people don't like change and i think sure. it made you uh, to see the back end of one shitty uh, of a uh, fancy and clean so you could see how easy it was oh as far as the manager goes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. and it, it's it's so user-friendly yeah. and and that's the biggest thing is is you might be the commissioner and you're, you'll help, you know, when things need to be done, but you're, you're, you're just managing. You're, you're, you don't own the company. You don't own the store. Yep. You let the, you, you have your employees, they do, they work, they earn. And same thing. You, you run your man, your, your teams, you don't step in and it's like, no, you can't do that unless it's like blaringly yep. something very bad. So like sneaks, go fuck himself. He's in Salem here somewhere. He can go suck a left nut. Ooh. He was the guy that we kicked out of the uh, I, I that left and kicked him out of the dynasty because I had to, oh, I had to cover yeah. his dues. He never stupid. Yep. Oh, he just vanished completely. Yeah, he stopped playing. Like uh, uh, like he, he played he... up. He kept, he kept putting, and then like a couple weeks as he was doing great, he um, just left. And then like when I'm like, hey, you still haven't paid, he just disappeared. Yeah, of course he did. Okay. All right, so uh, is that it? That's it. Is that what we're talking about? Okay, we'll be so. back next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk fantasy, or not fantasy, we'll talk football week two, preseason mm-hmm. week two. Yep. And uh, are we doing a mock draft? Might be doing a mock draft. I don't know. It depends on whether or not we can do it, because that'll be a really good test for our live draft. True. I can help you set up this. Um, so this uh, follow me at Fantasy Unclean. Follow him at Hobbit's Revenge. Follow that guy down there. At uh, FF fucking mechanic. gobbleballs.com FF or mechanic. FF mechanic at Twitter. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Amanda, if you want to know how to close a podcast, you know, I mean, I guess.